What's up, everybody? My name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition, and you are tuned in to Kinda Neat. Thank you so much. As always, first things first, follow me on Twitter at It's Intuition. Follow my man behind the boards making the shit sound buttery, Ben Shim, at I Am Database, base with two S's. Follow us as a unit at Kinda Neat. Super official. No longer that's kind of neat. It's just kind of neat. YouTube.com slash that's kind of neat. If you are not listening on your cellular device or streaming and you're listening on a computer, you're doing it wrong. You should download the podcast app and search for kind of neat and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Be sure to leave a five-star rating and a comment. Tell us about what you like about the show. Tell us who you want to see on the show. Every once in a while, I'll search kind of neat on there and just read you guys' comments and reviews, and I appreciate them so greatly. I have been trying to like think of stuff to talk about in these intros, and so I've been taking like little notes and snippets of my life. I don't know how this will play out, but like I told you in the last one, I haven't really been doing too much because I've been concentrating. Or When I say haven't been doing too much, I mean I haven't been going out much. I've been very hermetic lately because I've been working on launching the website, the photo website for Dom. All the shoots that we've been on for the last three years, I've been catching up on retouching those. So it's been a very strenuous process of pretty much staying in the house and working on that and just retouching hundreds of images and then going to the gym and not doing much else. And due to that, the other day, I felt like I was almost on the verge of a panic attack for some reason. I woke up. I don't know why. I just had like crazy anxiety. Like I felt weird all day. I was like a little lightheaded. My eye was kind of twitchy and I had that sinking feeling in my stomach. Like, you know, the feeling when you feel like maybe when you think you're going to lose your job or you think your girl's going to break up with you. I didn't think that that's not the case, but just like you feel like some imminent terrible shit is going to happen. I had that sinking feeling in my stomach the whole day. Then also on top of that, like I said, I was like kind of lightheaded and weird. I don't know what it was. I was just like, I like, I call my mom like, dude, I feel like I'm going to have a panic attack. The last time I felt like this was like not since I was in high school or something and had some crazy test that I thought I was going to fail. And like, uh, I was like, I just fucking feel weird. And she's like, well, do you think it's because you're not saving for your future? And I was like, Jesus Christ, mom, don't stack more stress onto me when I'm telling you that I'm stressed out. Like, no, Susie Orman, I'm not panicking because I'm not preparing for my future. I'm fucking just having a weird anxiety riddled day. So anyway, I remember going into the gym that day and uh, I'll warm up by getting on one of those like spinning class cycles because they're like fixed gear bikes. And so I'm like spinning around the fixed gear bike and it's in the dark and outside of the little spin class thing because nobody else is in there. There's this older dude like kind of <laughs> rolling around on one of those ab balls. And uh, for some reason, the guy looked kind of like like David Crosby like he's like this old looking dude with like uh with like a bald mullet type thing you know he's got like the George Costanza mullet. or no it's like the Gallagher mullet you know what I mean where it's like bald on top but long on the sides and uh he's like laying on the ab ball picture and uh, one of those big ass rubber balls next to a wall right the guy's laying on it with his head facing away from the wall and then he's got his legs pitched up <laughs> On the wall, almost like uh, like the, like in birthing, you know, like when when you pick somebody, when you put somebody's legs up, like they're going to give birth. I guess yeah, Ben saying missionary, but no, it's almost like he had his legs up against the wall, like uh, straddled, like straddled upwards, and so his legs are spread, and he and the, his knees are like at ninety degrees, and he's kind of like doing sit ups or something, but and kind of rolling around, and all of a sudden 
he just fucking falls off one side like pretty pretty hard because it, it was like a bigger ab ball and he rolls off onto his shoulder and then he kind of just try, he doesn't think that anyone saw him because he doesn't know that I'm in the the dark room watching him and he just kind of like lays there on his side and pretends like he was stretching his leg the whole time and nobody noticed like he lifts his leg up and kind of grabs his leg and pulls it upwards like he's stretching his hamstring or something and just like did it very nonchalant like no one was like like no one saw him but if they did see him they would think that he was supposed to be there on the ground stretching and i just thought that was the most hilarious thing so i'm watching him try to like play off the fact that he just fell off an ab roll ball uh, whatever the fuck you call those things. Uh, what else happened? I posted about this on Facebook. So if you follow me on Facebook, you'll already have heard this story. But this is a true story. The other day, I was like, I went to go get gas, and I always say that I'm. I feel like the reason that I, if anyone thinks that I'm good at social media, the reason that I'm good at social media is because I can fucking make the most mundane story sound like it was eventful. So I I go to get gas, which is a a menial task, very fucking boring and arbitrary, and you have to do it all the time. I go to get gas. As I go to put the pump into my car, this guy walks over to, like, just fucking heading straight towards my car with a paper towel in one hand and a squeegee in the other, and he looks bummy. He's, like, got a dirty shirt. He's got jeans that don't fit him right. His facial hair is unkempt and unshaven, and his hair is not done, and he's walking right towards my car, and I instantly think homeless dude just to make sure that you guys know that i'm not a racist this is an old white dude just want to let you guys know that because i'm sure some of you guys are picturing that it was a black dude that was homeless and no that's you being a racist not me this is an old white dude right i look at him i go hey i wave my hand i go no no thanks man i'm good i'm good because i think that he's walking towards my car to clean my windshield and i didn't want him to do that i'm like nah i'm good i didn't have any cash because my car is dirty as fuck because if you guys remember i got hit like i told you i got hit on january 12th or january 11th or something like i got hit my bumper's still ripped off and so i haven't fucking washed my car because like why am i gonna wash my car that's like got the bumper ripped off because for one if i take it through a car wash who knows what other pieces of shit will fly off and like how much paint is going to get scraped off and shit already and then for two when i take it into the car place they're going to fix the bumper and they're going to wash the car for me for free so like why waste that 20 bucks i'm going to wash my car no thanks anyway so my car is filthy so i assume the guy's coming over to wash my windshield wiper and so i say no thanks no thanks man i don't need that and uh he looks at me all crazy and then he just like walks like he he like walks as almost as if he's gonna bump it he goes excuse me and I'm like, what? And then he walks off. There's a fucking Lexus behind me, the next pump. And he goes and washes that windshield and starts the car and drives off. Now, to make it like this wasn't some rich dude in a Lexus. This was an old ass Lexus. Like it was a it was a beat up like it was like a late 90s Lexus probably. So it wasn't like a brand new car. And like this was some rich dude that just looked homeless or like, you know, I paid a lot of money to look this broke. It just happened to be that he had a car that was a Lexus. But it was just hilarious to me because I like totally assumed that it was a homeless dude. And really, he was just like, nah, fool, you're an asshole. I'm going to wash, wash my own windshield. And I felt so awkward and so bad. And that's the end of that story. Today, I had a fun day as well. It's a long night. It was a long night. Last night, I went to one of the hand parties. I was working and stuff. Uh, saw some kids that were f- that recognized me and were very nice to me and said very nice things about me and my music. So if you're listening to this podcast, thank you for coming to the party and thank you for being nice to me. I appreciate it. And uh, that dude, Keith 8, played and did the Ichi Ma, so- Ichi Ma song like twice and shit because like, you know, that's his song and... <laughs> 
that's that's the song. So they played it a bunch, and it was fun. It was a, it was a riotous time, and, and I got home and fell asleep around four a.m. and then. Dom and the kids and his wife came up this morning because we, like I said, I've been working on the website, so had to exchange some hard drive shit. We went to Venice. We went to Venice Beach for two reasons. Like, I would never take a normal touristy person to Venice Beach that was, like, just coming to visit me because I'm like, that's not the part of L.A. that I want to see, and that's not the part of L.A. that I think my friends would enjoy, but... My little nephew, Gavin, who's seven, he's like a little skate ripper. Like he's really, he's getting really good at skateboarding already. It's pretty crazy when you see like videos of him skating and shit. I'm always like, oh oh my God, like that's insane. He's dropping into like 13 foot half pipes and shit like that. It's insane. He's a huge Dogtown and Z-Boys fan. Like he, he's seven years old and he idolizes Jay Adams. Like when Jay Adams died, he was so sad. He's like, oh my God, Jay Adams died. Like he loves Jay Adams. And so I'm like, oh, I'll take him to Venice. That's like Jay Adams old stomping ground go to the skate park they went to the skate park and ripped around and stuff but it turns out unknowing to me that gavin the seven-year-old is also a huge reality show fan of the venice beach freak show i don't know the show i've not seen it but there's a reality show about the venice beach freak show and so he's like uncle lee i this is venice beach he's like I actually watch a show about freaks that live here and I'm like oh yeah there's like a freak show right now she's like oh my god can we go to that so after they go and go to the skate park for like a couple hours it's hilarious too because the three-year-old Devin he skates too and so you know the Venice Beach skate park is there's actually a lot of good kids that are good people that skate there but it gets surrounded by tourists who are straight fucking kooks that don't know shit about skateboarding don't know shit about California don't know anything about anything they're all like midwesterners and people from wherever and it's spring break so it's extra packed and so every time Devin would like drop into the little snake run and kind of roll back and forth like people were like passing out from how cute it was like oh my god look at how little he is rolling back oh my god like he's gonna be in everybody's Venice Beach vacation facebook post this week so after they after we skate they eat some lunch we go eat some lunch and then we walk down to the freak show and i'll tell you what i was grossed out you know there's the guy who like puts the nail in his nose and swallows a sword and there's a girl that like sits down and gets shocked by a thousand volts of electricity and yada yada and you know they had like the littlest dude in america there who like devin the three-year-old was like half a foot taller than him and shit these kids were like legitimately starstruck they're like oh my god like it was their first time seeing people that they had seen on tv in real life and gavin was like speechless he was so stoked and so here i thought that he would be excited that he was going to jay adams old stomping ground and what he took away from it was that he got to see the venice beach free show either way it was fun I'm exhausted. It's been a long day. We got the new homie, Marvel Alexander, into the studio. Man, this dude, this is hilarious. I was cracking up for a lot of this podcast. He's a great storyteller, and this is a good conversation. Had a lot of had a lot of fun with this one. I really like this dude. Uh, he's got a project out called Don't Die Yet that's doing well on SoundCloud and stuff. He's also a, like a beat a beat guy. He's a producer behind the scenes too. He actually. Uh, produced uh shaba ranks for a for asap ferg i didn't even know that when he came in i've just heard the project and i like the project and, and he's worked with some people that i like and so uh if you're a beat scene dude he's got beats from like sango he's got beats from Ketranata on there uh he's got features from wiki from rat king it's just a good project and it's kind of, i was telling him that i think it's almost kind of like a more listenable version of like death grips kind of where he's like kind of got this aggressive rap style and he's turned a lot of the time and the beats are kind of like 
jarring and, and noisy, but at the same time, it's a little more approachable than that stuff. So if you're into that sort of thing, check out Marvel Alexander. And without further ado, let's get into our conversation with him. This is Kind of Neat with Marvel Alexander. So you've been in here before? I have been in here before. Why were you in here? Uh, you know, the homies Rat King were in here doing an interview with uh, Shots Fired with uh, No Can Do. James and Jeff. Holler. Yeah. Holler. And uh, it was a pretty cool day. It was a pretty impactful day because, um, you know, I, I kind of like been in contact with them a little bit. I met them at a, at a show, I believe. What show did you meet them at? you remember? Um, I really don't remember. I met, but I met Rat King at a show. I forgot what show it was, to be honest. I've been yeah. to so many. Yeah. That was like the first time I actually got to like hang out. Act, wait, actually, story change. Okay. So No Can Do yeah. hit me up yeah. to just chill. And uh, just out of the blue? Yeah, because we were, he's like, I remember specifically now, I hit him up, asked him, because I just moved to LA. Yeah. And I asked him like where the Jamaican restaurants was at because, you know, I'm from the East Coast. Yeah, and that's what we do. He got Jamaican restaurants in his neighborhood, right? Because uh, James and I go way back. I don't know if you know this, but we've mm-hmm. known each other since 2003. Right, he and I. So we've been friends for 12 years, and he used to live on uh, uh, out in South Central on like 57th and mm-hmm. Western. I remember one time like coming down to visit, and and we were like literally trying to find Jamaican food, and we walked into a couple of spots that just like seemed so suspect. Like Word. they were like empty ass restaurants, and somebody would walk out the back like kind of like on some what do you want type of shit and we're like maybe these aren't really restaurants that we're walking into <laughs> maybe these are fronts yeah so anyway so you're asking him where the jamaican restaurants are yeah so i um i hit him up because like you know uh i was like where does jamaican restaurant he's like yo there's one by uh this spot um that i used to stay at or if he stayed there currently is yeah. in Lemert park yeah and uh i was like all right let's go so we go we we get some food or whatever we chop it up uh because he's like kind of one of the first people i like uh, met when I came to LA because um, I got booked for low end like maybe like two months after I moved here. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. So who hit you up about that? Him? Um, I think it was him. It was him and uh, actually it was a uh, it was Gaslamp. Okay, Gaslamp. Um, I went to a low end theory and I like chopped it up with Gaslamp and, and I was just telling him like the kind of stuff that I worked on and um, like what I was doing. He's like, oh man, we got to get you down here. I was like, oh tight, like fuck yeah let's do it and then he uh hooked it up and then i met um had he he'd never heard your shit before yeah never heard my it was, shit before. it was just like on the strength yeah like uh because like I, I produced on shaba uh for ferg okay I, I told him about that record and then he's like yo give me uh shoot me an email send me some stuff and i, Doug, s- I didn't even know I, here's the thing full transparency i don't know anything about your production credits <laughs> other than the project that i've heard and i was like oh this shit's tight yeah and I, I didn't know that you produced uh shaba that's tight or yeah. on shaba yeah me and uh me and my homie snugsworth uh shout out to snugsworth me and him did uh shout out to snugsworth that, word. that, that just sounds like <laughs> the most comfortable name ever it is very cozy name right he's, he's a very cozy dude yeah pause but uh <laughs> um wait let, let's skip the let's not get into that yet we'll get into like producing that way later in this right. but just tell me you were telling gas Amp that you produced on that and then he, he goes like Let's- yeah and he gave me his card he's like yo email me send me some send me some stuff yeah and uh, i was like all right for sure and i was working on the instrumental project at the time um where we're just finishing it up and that i never put out but i sent him records off of it he's like yo this shit is crazy we got to get you down here like we got to like get you a set i'm like yo let's like, hook it up yeah and then like 
I think like two months later, I like had a sh- a show at Lowen, and I you know I met No Can Do from being yeah you know around. Who did you play with? Um, Who else played that night? Do you remember? Damn, uh, Speak played that. Oh night. yeah, shout out to Speak, longtime friend of the we're, show as well. That's that I met Speak for the first time there. We kind of we're, we're friends now too. I yeah. met him there. And um, I forgot who else was there. Yeah. Um, but I just remember. Him I, I remember. I remember that night. I was supposed to go to that show that Speak was playing, and and I for certain I think I was out of town or something that night. So I, I would have met you. It was a close encounter. Uh, we yeah. just missed out. Yeah. So uh, fast forward back to the Jamaican restaurant. Yeah. So we're eating food, and he's like, "Oh shit, I got an interview to do." I was like, "I was like, oh damn." Well, I mean, we we can just go. And he's like, "All right, just come." So we go, and then um, he's interviewing Rad King. And I think I reached out to him or like we, we were familiar with each other. I forgot how, but we were familiar with each other. And I was like, I, I never knew what Rat King looked like. Mm-hmm. I never I, I just heard the music. I never seen a video or nothing. Mm-hmm. So like I'm just chilling in there. I didn't know who they were. And they're like, yeah, Rat King. I was like, oh, shit, Rat King. I was like, yo, it's Marvel. It was like, oh, yeah, what's up? And then we kind of like, you know, got linked up that way. And then... um we leave from that spot, and I'm heading home. I'm walking down the street, and I see Childish Gambino and his manager, Fam, walking down the street. Here? Yeah. on this, In this neighborhood? On this street. No shit. They don't live too far from here, but... How uh, do you know where they live, you fucking creep? Because, you know... <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. All but, right. um... So I'm walking down the street, and I see him. I'm like, oh, shit, is that childish motherfucking Gambino? Yeah. So I stopped him. I was like, you yo. Said, is that Community's Donald Glover? <laughs> <laughs> so I stopped him. I was like, yo, like, yo, like, uh, I was like, yo, man, it's crazy. Like, I, I just moved out here. I, I, I told him my whole, like, basically, like, life story. And um, he was like, yo, dope. He's like, take Fam's info. And I was like, Fam's his manager. I was like, all right, tight. So I, um, I like, text, I text Fam, and I've been like, I was like sending him music, sending him beats, and then like one day he's like, "Yo, um, come to come to the crib and like play some stuff." I was like, "Okay," and he shot me the address, and I just went over there, and like I was in, like I was in L.A. for four months, and I'm like in like Childish Gambino's like condo playing them records with him. More has happened to you in the four months you've been <laughs> here than the fucking ten years I've been here. Word, no, so it, it That's was tight. It was a, it was a cool experience, and man. it all happened because of jerk chicken. Right, exactly. That's amazing. That is amazing. And uh, that's kind of like the story of my life of everything that ever happened to me, like positively in L.A. has been like a chain of events that led to something. So is it safe to say that you are the Forrest Gump of hip hop? I am the Forrest Gump of hip hop. (laughs) (laughs) For real. Speaking of, you know, in the book, in the Forrest Gump book, I've not read it, but I heard that he's like kind of uh, portrayed as like a giant, a gentle giant in that book, which when you walked in the door, I was very surprised. You are fucking uh, enormous. I am a gentle giant. How tall are you? I am six foot nine inches. Shut the fuck up. You're six (laughs) nine? Yeah, I am six nine. Holy shit. I was, I was guessing like maybe six, six. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. But also you're. A big motherfucker too. Like, what? You got to weigh like three hundred, but not like a nah, f- not I, fat. I'm, I'm like a I'm like a strong two seventy five. Damn, because that's crazy. Because I'm only six foot and I weigh two twenty. You Word. know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but it's is mainly between the legs. That's why. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's <laughs> terrible, douchey joke. Um, yeah. All right. So you're from New Jersey, you said? Yeah, New Jersey. What part of New Jersey? I'm from Hackensack, New Jersey, Bergen County. What's the story with Hackensack, New Jersey? Um, Hackensack, New Jersey. Um, wow. It's it's like. It's essentially like a suburb of New York, to be honest. Yeah, so a lot of people commute in and go work yeah. in the city or something. A lot of people work in the, work in the city from uh, 
from you know from Jersey because it's it, a lot cheaper to live there than in like Manhattan. Is, is it close to like Newark? Um, it is close to Newark. It's like twenty minutes away from Newark. Yeah, yeah. It's it's north of New Jersey. It's like um, the George Washington Bridge that basically like links New Jersey to like uptown Manhattan. Yeah, is like maybe like is that the one that Chris Christie like shut down? I don't remember that. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> uh, I'm, in, I'm into my like Daily Show politics shit. Daily Show. <laughs> now, nah, but uh, it's it's re- it's really close to New York. So like, I, I guess our culture is very much influenced by like New York culture. Yeah. Um. You know, it's cool. Actually, you know, Dash and Wretch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm a big Wretch fan. Yeah, Wretch uh is actually like from Dash and Wretch are from Hackensack, New Jersey. Oh no shit. Yeah, we're from the same city. We went to the same high school. Yeah, were you guys like close to the same age? Um, now nah, I was, I was, I'm a little bit older than those guys, but, uh, you know, we went to the same school that we like, he's like really good friends with this dude that he actually lives behind me. Yeah. Um, it was a funny story. Like I was home and, um, like his dude's name is, um, his name is Charlie. He's yeah. like, uh, Retch's friend uh-huh. and, uh, Retch was back there. They were like smoking and shit in the backyard. And I was like, yo, what's up? And he's like, yo. And I like, uh, went to the fence, dapped him up and I was like, yo, let's like, play some shit. They hopped the fence <laughs> yeah. to my backyard, yeah. and we just went in my basement and just like listened to music and shit. Yeah. But that's like how like close like Hackensack is a very small city, so like everybody kind of knows everybody. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, man, shout out to them. They were um, they're cool. That's crazy, man. You got a lot of just random fucking music coincidences that happen. My, to you. everyone I know musically and like even like not musical, like you know like PR and like agents, like yeah. it's all random. Yeah. I don't I I don't know anybody. Everybody that I know. Is off of randomness. Yeah. So I did, and I just credit that to being in LA because like you're always, someone always knows somebody. You're always running into somebody. Yeah. You know, super random. And that's funny because I feel like usually the way that I find out about people or like or like hear about people, I have to hear a name a certain amount of times before I actually go listen to something. Yeah. And now that I'm thinking about it, like I can't remember how the fuck I found out about you. Like I think like I usually have a brain trust too that I kind of like <laughs> people tell me like oh listen to this guy or do this or whatever. I don't remember who the fuck put me on to you, so it's like hella random that I listened to your project as well. And, and, yeah. and, I, and I'm also an old like hater that I don't like anything. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is dope. Um, oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What's growing up in Hackensack like? A safe neighborhood? Like you said, suburb or what? Yeah, it's it's, it's like suburban. It, it's like it has hood parts. Yeah. What kind of school did you go to growing up? Um, well, growing up, I went to the, the local public schools. Yeah. Um, I went to private school like my. My last two years of high school. Oh, really? Yeah, I went to um, Patterson Catholic. Well, so when you're a kid going to public school, mostly white kids, mostly black kids, it's, it's a um, pretty pretty diverse mixture. Well, Hackensack is a very like segregated city. Okay, it's like the black people live here, the Spanish people live here, the white people live here. Yeah, I think. yeah. And then and then the high school, it's a combination because our school is um, it like hosts three other cities. Yeah. So like uh, there's Maywood, and I, I forgot what other city. But it's like another city that that comes in to Hackensack, yeah, to go to school there. So we were like, um, it was like three cities. So like a lot of Maywood is like very white. Uh-huh. So like everyone from Maywood that came from Maywood was white, and then like a lot of Hackensack was black and Spanish. So as an elementary kid, you're around mostly black kids. Uh, is that what you're saying? Yeah, black. Yeah. It, like yeah, pretty much. It was it was it's a mix. It's a mixed bag. But okay, uh, honestly, it's, it's very mixed. It yeah. was it wasn't like more of if anything to be honest right it just depends on where you live like like going to school is like a mix but yeah. when you go home it's like one thing 
So the neighborhood was like, yeah. oh, yeah. My neighborhood was a Jamaican neighborhood. Okay. Are your like, folks Jamaican? Nah, they're not, actually. Um, we just happened to live there. Yeah. You know, like, all of my childhood friends are Jamaican. Yeah. I, like, I basically call myself Jamaican because yeah. like, I grew up in their houses. And so you grew up listening to the music, yeah. eating the food, speaking, experiencing the, yeah. the culture. All of that. Yeah, so, so you have like a mean patois or what? A little bit. I, I don't like to, you know what I'm saying? Do, do it you on don't command. want to bust it out? Yeah, I don't want to bust <laughs> I, don't want to do. I, I wouldn't ask you to, but, but I, I always it, think about that De La Soul was, shit. Like, and it was funny because like when, uh, when Sean Paul started getting popping, like yeah. I knew about Sean Paul years before like he got popping. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because like, yeah. we used to like, we were like binge watching like the Jamaican dance hall DVDs and all right. that stuff. So I knew about Sean Paul and then like the whole thing was like, what is he saying? Yeah. And I'm looking at them like, how you don't you understand, understand what he's saying? Yeah. Like you know, it's like it's like it's Wait, very so, easy. So when you were a kid, when when Snow's Informer came out, that that must have just sounded very normal to you. It, it sounded like I didn't really. It wasn't a difference. It, yeah. it was no like separation. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying like it was just regular. Like how that's so funny. And then people like. That's, saying that you were up on Sean Paul early is like that's probably how Puerto Rican fools feel about Pitbull. They're like, man, I remember Pitbull when Word, he was underground. He, he definitely was like the Pitbull of Jamaica because it's like. He like when he first was like grinding, like everybody fucked with Sean Paul in Jamaica. But then when he got big, everybody was like, he sold out. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. oh, you like Sean Paul? You're a, you're a Yankee. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. There's like it was like one of those kind of things. But like, I always fucked with Sean Paul, and everybody low key fucked with Sean Paul, but they didn't want to talk about it. Man, hey, shout out to Sean Paul. Word, Sean Paul was the man. I I love Sean Paul. I ain't really care. So you grew up in a Jamaican neighborhood, right? What'd your folks do? What, what like what, uh, how'd you guys end up in that neighborhood? I don't even really know. I, my mom moved there when I was like three, so I don't even really remember. Where'd how you guys move from? Uh, another place in Hackensack. Oh, okay. Um, it was like Michael Street or something. So you know. got you guys generations in New Jersey? Um, no, nah, my 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 mom and my grandmother are from Patterson, New Jersey. Okay, that's where Fetty Wap is from. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Trap Queen. The Trap Queen, a huge hit single right now. It's crazy. Yeah. It's blowing up. And it's funny because I see him and that's like, he's like so Patterson. Yeah. Like, it's funny. Like, you know, even how he dresses, like this kind of the stuff he says is yeah. very Patterson. But, um, but that's yeah. interesting. So was it just you and mom in the house? Yeah, just me and my mom. Yeah. And uh, my two brothers, they're like much older than me. Um, how much older? One is 10 years older and another one is 12. Uh -huh. So like they were kind of out the house when I was like young. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, so you like for all intents and purposes grew up as the only child. Essentially, like my middle brother was in and out the house every once in a while. But yeah. for the most part, um, yeah. I'd say I mean, because so. that's the thing is like when you're a 10 year old, how do you relate to a 20 year old? That's like, yeah, you can't. You can't. I just when I was I just got beat up a lot. That's like the uncle <laughs> and shit, you know? Yeah, yeah that's only we related. Just getting beat up. And my oldest brother was come save me. Yeah, that was I, it. <laughs> are, are they built like you? My middle brother, he's not as tall. He's like six two. Mm -hmm. My oldest brother is like six five. Yeah, we're tall, but like no one's like me tall. Yeah, you know. Where where does that come from? Your mom is your mom like a tall family? Or my what? mom, my mom is kind of tall. My mom is like five, uh, like five nine. Yeah, almost five ten. Yeah, my father was like six four. So yeah. kind of got it from there. My grandfather was really tall. I think he's like six eight or something. Oh, like really? On my mom's side. You know what's funny? My dad's six seven. Really? How did what happen? My mom's five. My mom's <laughs> five foot two. Where? So mom? I ended up right in the middle. I'm six foot even. Your your mom was was your father's like in real life baby. Yeah, no. Sh <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's right. what it was. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't even want to think about like how that worked because she's <laughs> yeah. Anyway, right. uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's funny because I'm like a giant compared to the Italian side of my family. They're all like very short and yeah. stout, and like my grandmother's four foot eleven. 
Man, it's so crazy. Like, yeah, exactly. Were your mom and dad together for the older brother and sister or the older nah, bro- like, two brothers? Yeah, I have. I had a different father, and my oldest two brothers had the same father. They got the same father. That's probably where the height separation comes yeah, comes yeah, to play. Because yeah, yeah. I think my my father, their father was tall, but like mine was like a little taller. Yeah, but um. Not well, by much though. So was she married to their to their mm-hmm. dad, and then they divorced. She meets your dad, right, right. And what happened? Like that didn't work out. Just didn't work out. Yeah. Did you stay in touch touch with him? Not really. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of like off and on. Like I I talked to him a couple of times, but for the most part, it was just me and my mom. Yeah. Yeah. You keep in touch with him nowadays? No, he passed away oh, like sorry, years ago. Years yeah. ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but um, everybody deal. It's funny. Like <laughs> you deal with your shit that happens, and then but people. But as soon as you say it, people want to be like, "Oh, dude, I'm sorry, man." Yeah. Like. like it's all good, man. Yeah, it's yeah, over. Nah. Yeah, you know? totally, totally. How old were you when he passed away? Uh, I just graduated high school, so like eighteen. Yeah, 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 yeah. And how does that? Uh, I mean, what's that like? It wasn't. It wasn't really a. a were you prepared for it? Or was it out of the blue? It was very out of the blue. Really. Uh, it, man, this story's about to sound so sad, but it's really not. Um, That's fine. We like sad <laughs> stories, and and we also like the fact that people can move past them and do good things with their life. Yeah. So <laughs> so I graduated from high school. Yeah. Um, and during my graduation, shout out to graduation. I feel like most of our or, guests are dropouts. To be I honest. am a dropout too. I dropped out of college, but yeah. Uh, in high school, I graduated high school, and then uh, my father was supposed to come. Like I, I never really had a relationship with my father. Yeah, but I guess he was going to come to my graduation to kind of rekindle. Yeah, not re rekindle because it never was a relationship, but like kind of start a relationship. Yeah, to like establish, like, hey man, I want to be, I want to be in right. your life now. But uh. But he didn't come. He didn't come. He just didn't show up. And, and so like you're couple, thinking like, oh, I didn't know he was gonna come. My oh, mom, okay. my mom knew he was gonna come, but I didn't know. Okay, okay. Um, but like a couple of days later, he died. Ah. Uh. So like he never really got to. What happened? Um, he had like some heart trouble, like oh, okay. uh, like some like hypertension. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. I don't yeah, know. yeah. So the the heart was that's the out of the blue shit. Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, when they get the cancer, you have a time, you have a chance to to like process right. it, or like maybe rekindle while they're still alive. Yeah. That's sad, dude. I'm sorry. Where I'm I'm sure it was a, you know the 80s was a was a was a it was crazy a, time, a hell of a decade, you know <laughs> hell of a decade, hell for of him. a decade, and I think it caught up to him, to be honest. But, yeah, um, I mean, it, people were really out here partying in the eighties yeah. and not living a healthy life, hardcore. So yeah. it probably that's probably what it was. Yeah, totally. But, um, but yeah, so uh, that was that. I didn't really like feel anything like when he passed away. Right. My mom was kind of worried. She's like, "You sure you okay?" I'm like, "I'm good." Like you know, like right. I didn't really. I was more depressed when Michael Jackson died. You know, to be honest, because really? I didn't really know. I didn't really know my father at all. So, like, when he died, it was just like, okay. Yeah. Well, he's, he's kind so of been dead. How did you know Michael Jackson? I, I don't. <laughs> at least I had, at least I, 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 you I knew. You had his records. I had, I had a better idea of Michael Jackson's character and personality yeah. than my own father. You yeah. know, I knew him more. I knew Michael Jackson more than I knew my yeah, father. That's a bummer, dude. It is a super bummer. Did you have other male influences in your life? Um, definitely my friends, uh, my friends, folks. Um, they're they're older, older uh, people. My my older brothers a little bit. Um, uh, one of my friends, uh, my friend Lewis, his pops. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like uh, th- that's just just basically my friends, man. It was it was rough growing up because like I had to like learn how to talk to girls by myself. Yeah, they basically just trial and error. It's yeah. awful. Yeah. Um. And then my like we had a uh, my homie Dennis uh that I grew up with. He always was like kind of advanced with girls. Like while we were struggling, he was just like s- 
smooth sailing. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like while while he while we were struggling, he already had four kids. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we were all virgins. He had yeah. five kids. Yeah. Now nah, but uh but uh like the thing is is like his approach was so crazy, like He'd be like, uh, this is like a funny story. He's like, yo, man, like he'd give us the worst fucking advice ever. Yeah, yeah. He'd be like, yo, man, just just take your dick out. Just, <laughs> just take it out. Just see what you do I, with it. I just want to like, say, if you're listening to this and you're a virgin, that's horrible advice. Do not listen like, to Dennis. Like we're we're all virgins, yeah. and like he's like the only dude. Like he had he had a couple of chicks that he had smashed. Like yeah. and we can confirm. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It wasn't like he was lying to he us. He had confirmed kills. We, we confirmed yeah. those kills. Like yeah, we knew yeah. it. And then we was like, yo, like, what do you do? He's like, yo, just just take your dick out. And we we're like, really? That's all you got to do? Because <laughs> like, we didn't know any better. So we we're like, okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't work. It didn't work. Like, yeah, that's, that seems ah, like a no. terrible idea. <laughs> Everyone was, seems like an easy way to end up in jail. Word. It, he had the worst ideas. Like, uh, and it was like, well, and I, I, that was a, like the first time I learned like what worked for one person doesn't necessarily work for yeah, someone well, else. Yeah, well, and that's the thing, uh, particularly with women. Like, sometimes being like the outlandish asshole that will just whip his dick out, like, right. can work in certain contexts. <laughs> it can. For certain people. He knew. When it could work, but I, I mean, we did it. A, a cuddly motherfucker like you, exactly. Like that ain't gonna That's work. not my angle. Yeah, that, you know what I'm saying. That yeah. is not my angle. Yeah. I'm, I'm the nice guy. You know what I'm saying. You are. You. I can already tell you're a very nice person. You got a warm heart. You got a warm heart. I try, man. Yeah, you know that's good. So that means you had some positive influences in your life. Always, like uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I feel like everything is kind of positive in a way. Like even if it's negative. Yeah, the silver linings. There you go. Right. So what did your mom do in uh, Hackensack? She was. She actually worked for the. Port Authority. Uh-huh. Um, she worked at the George Washington Bridge. She was a toll collector at first, and then she became like a toll supervisor. Oh, sick! Yeah, so like I never had to pay to cross the bridge, which was a blessing to go to New York. And Hell the, yeah. the toll is like fourteen dollars now. So like wow. I never had to pay it. I probably still don't have to pay it. So that's probably that's like a little minor outlier thing. Like you got to go to the city more than other yeah. kids in the because you didn't have to pay for I it. Didn't bro. have to pay. So yeah. anytime somebody's like, "Let's go to the city," okay, yeah, well, like, uh, let's <laughs> take know? his car. Where yeah. I just had like I called it the golden easy pass. Yeah, um, it was like orange, like bright orange because yeah. they usually like purple, but like that one was like bright orange. So I take it out. It's like foil like bag, and it's just like oh, yeah. Like, you would no take you you would bust it out like Dennis would bust his dick out <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Bitch is like, oh, <laughs> he no, got, yeah, exactly. He got, he got the orange easy pass. And then there you go. Like, see, Dennis shouldn't have been like, hey, show him your dick. You should have been like, show him the easy pass. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, me and Dennis had so many like fucking fucked up memories. Like, oh man, I'll tell you this one story. Um, like, me and Dennis were like so close that we can like talk to each other without talking. Yeah, you know, everybody got kind of yeah, got yeah. like that. Yeah, so like, uh. We were we were both broke as hell. Like our our parents didn't give us any money. Not that they had money to give us, but yeah. we didn't really like have much. Like I said, Dennis was always a dude with the girls. Yeah, and we were just like trying to. We were just struggling. So like one day, this is a MySpace era. So like, um, <laughs> we uh, I had got some girls off MySpace or something like that. I love the I love that there was like a MySpace era because it was such a defined moment. <laughs> it in life. was it's like two thousand four to two thousand eight. MySpace was the was the 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 just like. I guess the tone setter for the rest of our lives. Absolutely, fucking Lily. I agree. Because like that. that fucking feeling when you got like we called it a triple double when you got the messages, the likes, Ooh, and the friend requests at like, the same time. That, that was, was yeah. That was like getting the front line into the club or something. Exactly. Shit. Like, that yeah. was like VIP. It was like, like oh shit. He's like yo, bro, I got a triple double. Yeah, that's so funny, man. <laughs> so like I had got these girls off MySpace. So I was like yo, I was like yo, I told Dennis, I was like yo, 
I got these girls off MySpace, yo, they want to go on a double date. He's like, nigga, please. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't got no, you ain't got no girls. I'm like, for real? I was like, yo, really? He's like, he's like, all right, yeah, we go, we go. So we went to like Fuddruckers. Uh-huh. Um, and like we got there and the girls were like, they were bad. I was like, yeah, nigga, yeah. Like he looked yeah. at me, he's like, yo, watch, how'd you do it? How'd you pull this off? Yeah. I was like, yo, chill, chill, chill. I didn't want to tell him that it was my sister. I was like, chill, chill, chill. So, uh, oh, you were like ashamed to say it was my sister. Not ashamed, yeah. but like, but like, but I, it, it, that wasn't a popping thing to say yet. No, like, it was, I met him it, online. It was, yeah. it was a popping thing to say, but like, I just wanted to seem like, like the. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I just met him at the mall. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, What's the name? Uh, so we we went to the little double date, or whatever, and we were dead broke. We had no date courtesy, nothing. Like, we, you know, like we didn't we didn't like have no money. Like we had like maybe like eight dollars each. Yeah, you're you like, oh, let's get these potato skins. <laughs> oh, girl, you got me. You got you got me though. So so we went there and um, we were starving too. Like yeah. we were both like hungry as fuck. And I was like, so do you guys you guys gonna order? It's like, oh no, nah, we just ate. <laughs> <laughs> We just can't, you know, we just yeah, can't. Your stomach's just rumbling. We're, they're like all, all loud and shit. And they were just <clears throat> trying to cover the, uh, like. <laughs> <laughs> so so we're, we're in Fuddruckers and they yeah. order the food and we're starving. And then it's like, there's like, um, there's like, uh, we're done with this. Y'all want some of this? And we looked at each other. We're like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> so they, this is lying. it was like fries. It was mad. They, like, they basically they took one bite and just left their food. So they went to the bathroom. We looked at each other again, like, <laughs> like nigga, we hungry. Like. <laughs> we ate mad food and we tried to like make it look like we didn't eat it. Spread it out. We like spread it out and shit. <laughs> it's like the worst shit we ever did in life. Oh shit. So, uh, but yeah, man, that was. So like, then, when did when did he pull his dick out? <laughs> Later that night, when we invited him to the basement, no, oh but, shit, we're not. Nah, Wait, but, so how did it go? The like, were they were they happy with the date? Date like we were all so young. Did you guys pay for the fries? We didn't pay for shit. Oh, oh you got to pay for hey, the they, fries. They didn't know anything. Like we, all four of us didn't know anything about dates, so yeah. they didn't expect us to pay. Like we weren't good. Right. Like you know, what I'm saying it was. They just wanted you to put them in their top eight. Word They're that like, was all, that's, top eight. that's what all life was about at that time yeah. was top eights. And then shit really got crazy when we got top 24s. Woo, that was when it was kind of, you, you kind of knew that MySpace only had a year left when they started going yeah. top two. It's like, ah, oh, you guys are doing too much. <laughs> Weird. Knew, they heard the footsteps from Facebook. They're like, we better fucking make it 24 instead of eight. Right. What other multiples can we do? 12, not 24. Yo, MySpace was a shit. I remember having Mike Jones as my background. Oh, what? Mike Jones is like my favorite rapper when he first came out. Uh, you know, I'm scared because I topped out. Uh, like, MySpace set the tone for social media with me and that I was like, oh, I'm like pretty good at this social media shit like i, I like I, I there's a bunch of people adding me on here and stuff and da 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 but i got to like seven thousand friends on myspace and then myspace kind of like you know jumped yeah, yeah. the shark and everybody moved on and now i got like about seven thousand twitter followers and i'm like yo man this means twitter <laughs> is about to die because i could oh, i could never top out seven thousand you Word. know like yeah so anyways we'll see what happens with that so what else in hackensack as a kid i hate to keep bringing up the size it's like the elephant in the room like no pun intended but like uh were, were, were you athlete were you athletic kid uh did you play I, sports and shit? i was i did play sports um, what were you into basketball i was a basketball player that seems like pretty on the nose dude yeah, I yeah. Mean, no uh so like what like were you a prospect as a kid or something or um i was all right um uh, i kind of was a late bloomer with uh with basketball i started playing like uh i like 
picked up a basketball in like eighth grade. Yeah. Um, were you were you already tall at that point? I was tall pretty much my whole life. I was yeah. I was born tall. I was yeah. like twenty four inches when I was born. So I was destined to be the biggest man ever. Yeah. But um, and my mom had a natural birth. Shout out to my mom. Yeah. <laughs> she I don't know how she did that thing. She told me the story. She said she like wanted to die. She prayed for death. That's how bad it hurt. <laughs> Like she, that's crazy she's like i want to die right now i had a giant head apparently so they had to pull me out with forceps Ooh. which you know what i mean that's like pull out the barbecue tongs and just fucking like it sounds like this yep it's done <laughs> yeah. pull it out it's like eat like the fucking uh the turkey thing yeah exactly that, that pops out yeah but yeah so um you know i play i play basketball like uh that's why i eventually transferred to patterson catholic because like being the in private Hack- school yeah, yeah yeah being in hackensack like Nobody really makes it in anything. Yeah, like nobody really does well out of. Is it a shitty school district or? Uh, it's a good. It's a good school district for like academics. But like, were you good at academics? I was. Um, I was always very advanced, but I just was infinitely uninterested in school. Yeah, I mean, because that's the thing. You sound well spoken, which makes me think you're probably well read. But also makes me think maybe like you. Yeah, you probably got bored in like basic classes. Man, I had like a crazy like upbringing with school because like when I was in kindergarten, um, I would learn everything so fast. Yeah, that like the teacher would like give me the papers to grade. Oh shit! Yeah, she would just make me grade papers because I knew everything already. Yeah. So like, um, they wanted to like like skip me a couple grades yeah but like they um they said i wasn't like mature enough yeah, I was, yeah like, emotionally I was like, mature yeah i was like a class clown no it was the same with me yeah. uh they tried to skip me out of like second grade and then they tried to skip me past fourth grade but my mom also was a teacher yeah. and so she was very much more she, i think my mom was more on some like look school is is almost more about socialization than it is about learning your fucking multiplication tables right. you know what i'm saying and so she was like nah he's not plus i was like i was the runt of my class always so she's like if you skip a grade and all of a sudden you're two years ahead of where you're supposed to be like you're going to be the fucking smallest little runt kid on the uh, on the in the whole school you know Word. but anyway uh that problem i didn't have yeah that one you wouldn't have had exactly like, they'd yeah. be like oh let's just put him in high school yeah <laughs> word. he'll fit right in <laughs> oh he's in second grade he's six foot tall let's put him in high school word. <laughs> but it's like uh it was it was basically um you know uh like i was always advanced like when yeah. it came to, like testing and stuff like that and i was always like i was never a troublemaker but I always was like, like the class clown. Like yeah. I always make everybody laugh. I was always disruptive, always talking. Yeah. Um, and the dentist is always pulling his dick out. So <laughs> <laughs> I gotta keep going back to that. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm definitely gonna tell him to listen to this interview like, when it comes out and shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, but uh, but yeah. So like I was like always advancing shit. But like I was like, I wasn't in the cool crowd. But I was like a notch below it. Yeah. Um. So like. Me being in, like in the smart classes was like weird to the smart kids. Yeah, because they're like, "What the fuck are you doing in here?" Right, you know right, what I'm right. saying? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, um, like I said, I never really liked school. I just wasn't into homework and like essays. Was there kind of like a moment where you're like, "Oh, this shit is like school is whack." I'm like, I'm done with it. And then what did you did you get into music because of that or like what? I don't know. I was uh, ever since I was in school, I wasn't into it. Yeah, like, I would go to school and I'm like. Man, I don't know how I'm gonna make it out the third grade. <laughs> like every, every like every grade, I was like, I don't know how I'm gonna make it out the third grade. I, I, that seems like such an existential crisis for a nine year old to be having. I was just yeah. I, like, I literally had those thoughts where I like, man, like, I hate this now. Like, how am I gonna get to high school? Yeah. Or like, every every school, I had that thought. Like, how am I gonna get through middle school? Yeah. Then high school. How am I gonna get through high school? Like right. every like 
but it wasn't hard. It just was like I just hated it so much that it just was like draining of my life. Yeah. But um, you know, um, I don't know. Like, like that kind of progressed. But like how I got into music, very long story. But a quick story. Not nah, go tell the long story. Okay. Uh, so the long story is uh, my mom like she worked at the Port Authority. She yeah. had to, she had to be at work at like four thirty or like five o'clock in the morning. So like, and I was the only one in the house. So my, like, I had to walk to school by myself. How so, far of a walk is that? Um, maybe like a half a mile. No, but no, is that and like, but no, it's not like a dangerous walk where anybody's trying to like run your Jordans or nothing like nah, that. Nah, I wasn't like that. Yeah, H- it was Hacken, Hackensack wasn't like that. All right. Um, but uh, it was like like uh, I had to get get up in the morning, so my mom would like pick my clothes out. Yeah. Um, and then I would get up in the morning. That's your, that's your first problem not of not pulling bitches, letting your mom pick the outfits. <laughs> I mean, I was like six. Oh, okay. okay. You know, so okay. Like, uh, so she would get my clothes out. And then uh, I would get up early to watch, uh, like, I had to be at school at 8, so I would get up at, like, 6.30 yeah. to watch, like, three things. I Well, I watch cartoons. Yeah. I watch um, and MTV. Yeah. Those are so, the only thing I really same. care about in yeah, yeah, life. Yeah. So, like, seven, what was cracking on MTV at that time that you remember at it age was, 6? It was, all, it was no rap at all. Yeah. I didn't even listen to rap till I was, like, older. But, like, the first music video I ever seen in life was uh, actually... Before that, um, I seen like Thriller. Oh yeah, that was the first video I seen, and yeah. it, it traumatized me because I was like three. You're scared of it. I I, I used to be afraid. I was afraid of, to th- of Thriller till I was like sixteen. No lie. <laughs> I remember one time in second grade, like it came on, like it was a Halloween party um, at my in my school, and they put Thriller on. And I cried and I ran out. Oh man, so it was it was it was that that real for me. Cause, wow. Because like, like basically, I was I was we were like a like a house where people where my mom brought me to get babysat. <laughs> And the kids there, like we would watch Bambi. Like I remember, I remember the whole day. That's how traumatizing it was. Uh-huh. It, like we started off, the, there was like a younger lady. She was, I remember, she was kind of pretty. And then there was like a grandmother, and the grandmother would feed me this oatmeal with. They, she made it with water, with no sugar, no uh-huh. no nothing. It was yeah. just oat, oats and water. Yeah, she was like, and, this is literally just to fill your stomach up so you right. don't feel the hunger pains. You're not going to enjoy this meal at exactly. all. Exactly, and she used to, like, force me to eat it. Like, she would, like, spoon feed me, and I would just, like, spit it. Like, I would like I hated it so much. I, that's why I, I still don't like plain oatmeal Yeah, because of that, probably. Yeah. Because she forced me to eat it. Um, and then uh, we'd all go into the living room with the younger, the younger chick, and we would watch, like, movies and whatever. So we watching Bambi. And we watched Bambi twice, two times in a row, because we loved it. Uh, it was awesome. Right. So, uh, so when, when that she, mom dies, though, that shit is bad. Right. It was sad, but Ooh. we just we just loved Bambi. We yeah. didn't know what was going on. So, like, we was like, let's watch Bambi again. She was like, I am not watching Bambi again. I want I want to watch my videos. Uh-huh. So she had tape like music videos. Yeah. So she puts in a video, and I think the first one was like Prince. Uh-huh. I, that's probably why I love Prince. Okay. Uh, and then like second one was Thriller, and we like. We like balled out. We were crying, running, screaming, trying to hide. We, we tried to hide in the couch. Yeah, we were like hiding under the couch. Like we were just like scattering like roaches when you turn the light on. Yeah, we were just like it was devastating. <laughs> so ever since then, I've been afraid of like I'm over it now. But yeah, like when I turned eighteen, like or like sixteen or something like that, like I, I kind of like got over it. It still makes me feel uncomfortable now, but it doesn't scare me. <laughs> it still makes me it's feel un- uncomfortable. It's un- it's uncomfortable now, but it doesn't well, scare like, me. What, but like, what if you watch? like the walking dead I, I, that doesn't bother me yeah but like honestly 
till this day, I've never seen a thriller video in, in its entirety. Really? So it's not really like zombies that scary, it's just dancing zombies. It's just <laughs> it's just thriller. Yeah. I was afraid of like Michael Jackson as a person. Yeah, till I well, was like I mean, ten. That, that makes sense. Well, yeah, that's about the age you should have been. Yeah, till I was like ten, and I was like, okay, Michael Jackson isn't the devil. Yeah. And well, once you turn ten, that's when you're safe around him. That's a low blow. I'm sorry. <laughs> you word. know, may so, the dead rest in peace. Word, but um, but yeah. So fast forward to how I got into music. So the first video I've seen, like that, I actually like that you liked that. I, yeah, that yeah. I liked was um like Give It Away by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, that was a great video. Yeah, that was the first video I've seen, and I was yeah. like, I seen Flea, yeah. and I was like whoa like right he was a lunatic in word that i was just like say yo that's have you ever gone back and seen have you seen um young mc's bust a move video mm-hmm. flea's in that like really? being a fucking maniac yeah he's got on pants that are like covered in puppet heads i think <laughs> or something and like and, and like playing bass in that video word but i, I just... think it's that video hopefully if i'm wrong someone will tweet me but i know that he's in like a video similar to that i'm almost positive that it's bust a move yeah man but i had uh like i just seen that and i was just like Yo, this is great. Like this, whatever this is, I didn't even know it was music. I was like, Yo, this is great. I love everything. Yeah. And then um, I just was watching MTV, and like, I really love like Smells Like Teen Spirit, mm. um, like Enter, Enter Sandman by Metallica. Like when I was like six or seven, yeah. I was like, this is that's, awesome. That's so funny because like while you were taking to all the like white rock music, mm-hmm. I was taking to all the like rap. I was taking yeah. to like all black music when I was a kid, man. I like, I didn't I couldn't give two shits about Nirvana when I was a kid. I love and, Nirvana. Like, yeah, everything that they did. I, I well, now it. I do in hindsight, but I was just like I don't know. I felt like it was so popular at that time, and I was like just a couple years too young to like really get it. And I was also like just super. I was like. Snoop Dogg over fucking yeah yeah o- over Nirvana for me at that time you know word like, yeah I, I mean I kind of got into that later but yeah um and but then, no like, that's interesting that you took to like the like heavy rock yeah, yeah. I, I still love metal yeah but, um but I really really um I watch Beavis and Butthead a lot yeah same. and there's a, like a lot of rock videos in there mm-hmm. and um you know like fast forward like I said I was like very like a class clown in school so mm-hmm. like you know you take the recorder thing in mm-hmm. school like early early on and then next year like you can choose to be in a band if you want to oh the recorder like the fucking like the little do, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah that thing yeah so we did that i liked it so i was like uh i was like man i can't wait till next year to be in a band yeah so like uh the the teacher um she like uh like she like because we had limited amount of instruments, so like you had to have a first, second, and third choice because you know everyone can't play the drums. Right. So, uh, you know, we we put in our choices of like drums, trumpet, and like saxophone or something like that. Right. So like, I um, mean, those are the th- those are probably the top three of every kid's. I right. Right. Definitely. I'd, yeah. Those are the ones I wanted to play. So so um like she the next day she calls out who plays what instrument and it's like moment of truth for everybody. We we're all waiting. So I'm like. Um, she's like, well, you're six foot nine. You get the bass drum. <laughs> Word. Hey, peep you got to carry it. Yeah. So, so, um, she calls out everybody's name and she didn't call my name. So I go up to her after class. I was like, I was like, excuse me, miss. Um, you forgot to call my name. Yeah. And she's like, I didn't forget. I don't want you in my band. Whoa. I was like, it seems racist. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just maybe. Kidding. But I was, I was like in like, like fourth grade, I think. I thought you were going to be like. She was going to tell you, like, well, no, I didn't call you because here, I got you this NPC. <laughs> she's like, she's like, here, Jamal, I got yeah. you this. <laughs> I want you to sit in class and sample us. Word. No. So they, she tells you she doesn't want you in the band. Why? Because, like, I was just disruptive. and Oh, you had a she, reputation. Yeah, she did, just didn't want me in the band. So I was just like, I was crying. I went home. I was like, Ma, like, she won't let me in the band. Yada, yada, yada. I was like, she's like, well, 
I can get you music lessons. Yeah. It's like she's like, just pick an instrument and we'll get get you some lessons. Yeah. I'm like, all right. I was like, drums. She's right. like, she's like, no, you're not, you're not playing drums. <laughs> not in my at house. my house. And I was like, okay, cool, trumpet. She's like, you're not playing trumpet in my and house. And you're like, steel drums, brother. <laughs> <laughs> the marimba. But uh, now, nah, but that <laughs> should. I wish I, I would have thought of that. That's a great thing to say after that. But um, <laughs> you can you can use that joke from now on. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So uh, so I, I like. She's like, how about how about I get you a guitar? I'm like, okay. So uh, she got me like a little acoustic guitar. And as we're walking back into the house with the guitar, my next door neighbor is like, oh, you got a guitar. Sick. You yeah, know? Yeah. And they were like, yep. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm a professional guitar player. So like it turns out that like. Your neighbor? Our, our, our next door neighbor was a professional touring guitar player. For who? Who did he tour with? I forgot. It yeah. was so long ago. But um, so Wait, like. Wait, the way that you, the, that imitation of him though, it makes me think of like a stony old white dude or something. He kind of, he kind of, he was like, he was like John B. But oh, like, okay. But like with more energy. Yeah. Okay. So uh, he was a white dude. But he had a, like a lineup then. Is that what you saying? If he was like John B. Uh, yeah, I think he did have a lineup. Yeah, actually. yeah. But um, but yeah. So like he, he he like gave me lessons and he was like really talented. So like he could hear a song and figure out how to play it in like ten minutes. Right. Right. So like he was like p- teaching me uh like like popular songs. I was on the radio, and I think the first song he taught me was like Carl Thomas. And I wish I never met her. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So he taught me how to play that shit, and I just thought I was the coolest dude ever. Yeah. So, uh, I like, I really enjoyed it a lot, but I wasn't really into, like, sitting in the house practicing guitar for an hour and right. reading, reading a book and, yeah. you know, reading music. So I was like, forget this. So I kind of forgot about it. And that's I the thing. I feel like people that really take to the guitar, it's on some, like... They sit in there till their fingers bleed type of shit. Where, you know I, mean, I mean, when I got back into it, that's how yeah, I was. Right, right. But, um... Um, like I was like, man, I want to play tag. I want to ride bikes. Yeah, and shit like that. So Wait, so I, how old were you at this point? Like fifth grade, something like that. Fifth yeah. grade, sixth grade. Uh, okay, yeah, something yeah. like that. So, um, I kind of gave up on that, and then like later, late, like I got really into Eminem. Yeah, because like he came out with a song. This is a funny story too. He came out with uh, "My Name Is." Yeah, I I remember. See, I have like an experience seeing that video the first time. Yeah, I seen the video and I was like, yo, this is. Like this is amazing. Yeah, I had you know the funny thing is I my uh, father had a uh, subscription to Rolling Stone from the time I was like a child, so I grew up reading Rolling Stone magazine. Right, and I remember reading about this is like kind of almost before the internet was super cracking. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like reading about Eminem in Rolling Stone about like how Dre had signed him. Yeah before he even had videos out you know and now it's the complete opposite like you hear about it on the internet and then you see right. a music video and then you read about it in rolling stone like five months later right. now and i remember i was homesick it was my like junior year of high school i was homesick uh and I, and I used to never take sick days but i was like laying on the couch watching that and this eminem video came out and or like the my name is video came out and i went oh my god and the next day i was like yo you guys see the eminem video oh my god you gotta like watch it on tv it's the best thing ever yeah, yeah. so into it but anyway go ahead tell your story now or it's, it's kind of the the same yeah. thing but uh but i see i i like i seen the video i was like yo this, this is the best thing ever. it was like the most this is great dude his rap hands i thought his rap Word. hands were so interesting in that I, video I thought, I thought everything, everything. about him was yeah. just great but yeah. that was the only song he had and that's the only song anyone ever heard from him yeah so i was like ma you got to get me the eminem album please give me the eminem album right and she was like okay i'll get you the eminem album so she bought me the album <clears throat> but like she like didn't give it to me right away i guess she bought it and forgot forgot about it yeah she left it on top of the refrigerator but uh-huh. i was tall as hell yeah so i could see it so i was like oh. i was like eminem <laughs> 
so so I was like I got I, I like ripped the shit apart I like listened to it like a bazillion times I loved every everything about that it a, I mean that's a great record yeah I, to I, me that's his best record still it, yeah it, know, it definitely me. was yeah yeah well I think I think Marshall Mathers P was better yes but, and you see I'm, I don't know Marshall Mathers LP just didn't hit me the way that one did but also at that time I was on my like I was like all proud about being early on everything and so I was right. like Oh, he's already like a sellout now. Like too many people like him. I'm done with him. Word. That's how I felt at that time. It was like very stupid. I definitely fucked with Eminem from like so. Like basically, I heard him and I was like, okay, I want to be. I want to do what he's doing. I want to be a rapper. Yeah. So, um, so that was the guy that set it off for you. Absolutely. That's like, crazy. Without a doubt. Yeah. Like I, I grew up on like Jay Z and all that. Yeah. But like when I heard Eminem, I was yeah. like, I want to be a rapper. You know what's funny? Similarly, like I was already like rapping as a little ass kid, but. At the same time, I recognized that I was like a goofy white kid, and that was shit was like not like my I knew that like my life meant college and get a job, and, 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 and like and then when Eminem came out, I feel like that's what clicked in my head when I went, oh maybe this is kind of realistic to like yeah, yeah. rap, you know what I mean? And you know, if only he had <laughs> never dropped, maybe I'd be making money by now, you know. But for, no, anyway, but I, it was a. Uh... So I started writing raps. Yeah. Like, but also I forgot my mom took the CD back because she heard some like bad things some about curse it. words. Yeah. She said it was, she heard it from like people at her job that it was oh, like very vulgar. Yeah. And like it wasn't suitable for children. I was very young at the yeah, time. Yeah. And she was, she just took the CD, CD back. But I, by that time I already done. You already memorized it probably. I, I already like put it on my computer. Oh uh, like, yeah. It was, you know, I, I actually like built my first com- house computer. You built it? Yeah. Wow. I, I was like a long time ago. Young MacGyver. Yeah, like I, I just I was always into like electronics and technology and stuff. So yeah. I, and I'm like a very inquisitive person. Uh-huh. I, like I remember I asked so many questions growing up. My mom bought me a book of answers. Really? She's like, stop asking me so many damn questions. Yeah. Like, cause she just it was like a book of just answers. Like, why is this? Like, I was like, why is why is the grass green? Yeah. I was one of those kind of yeah. kids. Why so, is the sky blue? Why is water wet? Right. Why did and, Jesus and that, and that, why did Judas rat to Romans about Jesus? Exactly. Yeah. Yo, and the thing is, is like that's what a lot of times that's what got me in trouble with school because I, like, I'd be in class and they'd be like, yeah, Christopher Columbus discovered America. I'm like, so if if the Indians are here already, right? How did Christopher Columbus discover America? Yeah, and they're like, on with the lesson, right? Because that seems like dissidence when really it's just genuine curiosity. Yeah, I was just curious. I'm like, yeah. how does that work? How do you discover it if? People are already there. Yeah, that's what's really fucked about our school system right now is like they don't – it doesn't really allow for for individual thought that way. You know what I mean? Right. And that's the stuff that should be recognized and congratulated. You yeah, know what I mean? True. Yeah, true. Very, very, very true. Anyway. That's why That's why in like school is like – I felt like it was like just robot training. Right. Totally. I hated school. Totally. But, but – um, Well, how would you learn to build your own computer? I don't even remember, to be honest. I remember it was just like, I was just really into computers. Yeah. Like, even at school, because, like, we had, like, the old school Macintosh yeah. at our school. Like the colored iMac ones? No. Uh, that was, I don't Oh, like think, Apple IIe. Yeah, but when I was in kindergarten, yeah. like, we had those in the school. Like, yeah, with yeah. the big, huge floppy disks that come in, like, vinyl folders, Hell basically. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, we got we had those and like it was like games and shit. Yeah, on we it. were playing like Oregon Trail oh, and to, Carmen San Diego. I used to live for Oregon Trail, dude. Me, me too. What? Me I used to love it. I became like an expert at Carmen San Diego, dude. Like, Cause I was always in the video games. Like I had my like my brothers had like old like Nintendo. Yeah, that they just left. Yeah. And like I I remember playing like Super Mario Bros when I was like three. Yeah, and like I remember I I think I beat it when I was like 
three, I think. When that was the first game I played, I just beat it. That's like, crazy. I was like, I want to, I want to, like, yeah. I want to do these things forever. Like, yeah. So like when we. When we was in school. I'm like, we're in school playing video games. Yeah, real talk. Like Oregon Trail. Well, and like I said, my mom was a teacher, so I used to have to stay at the school after school. So I got in good with the computer teacher, and I was like, right. hey, like, what's up? I'm gonna be here. <laughs> like, can I just use these computers after school? They were like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. And then c- computers just got lit, and then they had like uh, yeah. Amazon Trail and like yeah. all these other crazy trails. Yeah. I just love all like all of them games. So like, I was just into computers since. Since I was, so you built a PC though. Yeah, it was a PC. Like I, <clears throat> I didn't like build it like right. Well, but you, like, upgraded it and shit. Yeah, like I put it, I put it together. Like yeah. like the like I looked took out, took out the motherboard and like looked at it and like figured out how everything worked and like what pieces went it. I was like, I was the kind of kid. I just wanted to know how sh- stuff works. Yeah, did you used I, to take I, stuff apart? Yeah, I used, like I had a friend who used to take like he would try to take things apart and put them back together. Like you yeah, take I, apart I, the phone. I used to do stuff like that too. Yeah. Uh, oh, were you into erector sets? Mm-mm. Oh man, I used to fuck with erector sets. I bet I you would have liked those? it. It was kind of like Legos for smart kids because you actually had to like use nuts and bolts and screws and screwdrivers. I think I had that before. Shit was tight. Dude. I had some shit like that. Where it's like, it's like you like it you came with like blueprints. Build, you can yeah. like yeah, and you can like build like cars and a shit. A bunch of shit. You like that's the thing. I had like honestly, I only had one erector set box, but it had so many different things that you could build that I never needed another one because I would just sit there and be like, okay, well, I built the helicopter, and now I'm gonna build the the tank or whatever. Yeah, you know? I think I had that. Yeah. I think my mom bought me that, that one. That shit time. was super tight because the blueprints were way harder than like normal Lego stuff. Yeah, I, I never had Legos. I remember I had those, and yeah. it was like these like little straw like spiny things yeah. that you click together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, had, yeah. I used to love that. I used to build, like, the cars, and they had come yeah. with, like, wheels and shit. Yep, totally. Yeah, I, I was super into those. Yeah, that shit was tight. So now we have Ikea, so. <laughs> there you go. It's the same shit. Same it shit. All, it all carries over. Right. So, yeah, you take out the motherboard, and you, like, figure out where the RAM goes and all yeah, that. Yeah, and, and then, like, our com- like she, like, bought the computer, and, um... And, I mean, you put, and then you put the Eminem album on it. Word. So I, I knew how to do all of that shit very young. So yeah. like I was, I, it was already too late. Yeah. If you're reading this, it's too late. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I was writing down raps, and the raps were like super vulgar because I wanted to be just like Eminem. So yeah. I was like writing all these terrible like shit, and my mom found my rap book. Yeah. And she read through it. She was like. Matthew, come here. Like, she's like, why are you talking about Dennis pulling his dick out? <laughs> Yo, so she's like, she's like, what the fuck is this? Where'd you learn this from? Like, I was like, I was like, uh, uh, I don't, I don't know. My friend Marshall. Yeah, we're like Marshall. I think, yeah. I think Marshall taught me. Yeah, yeah but um, but uh, she threw away my rap book, and I kind of was ashamed of rapping. Really, after that point, like yeah. I just didn't want to do it. I just was so embarrassed about right. it. Um, so. Like fast forward, like I said, Jamaican neighborhood. Yeah. We always have cookouts. Yeah. One of my best friends, Junior, who um he had like a, a big, huge cookout yeah. every summer. Shout out to Junior. Shout out to Junior. And like the way the Jamaicans work, like especially in our area, like if one person has a cookout, all the Jamaicans in the, in a fifteen mile radius go to that cookout. Really? So like because they all want to compare daggering dance moves, right? Exactly. I knew about daggering. When I was like five, like you That's know, so it's funny. very old. Because now it's like an internet phenomenon, right? But like, but it's, I'm, it's been around forever. <clears throat> we're like fucking uh, pasta pasta DVDs. Like yeah. we were all up on them shits. Yeah. So, uh, so like we, he uh, had these like cookouts, and this dude that was like known, like local celebrity kind of. I wouldn't say celebrity, but he was like he was known as the music dude. Uh-huh. He was like the rapper and the producer. He like made his own beats and shit. So like yeah. he was Jamaican too. So he came to our our um, his, his name was Ryan. And he came to our, like, like the cookout, and I was like, we were, like, freestyle battle outside the cookout because it's, like, all the little kids would play with each other and all the grown-up stuff. 
would be going on in the back and uh-huh. we'd all be playing and shit. So we were like freestyle battles. So I was like, I was like, yo, man, like, can I come to like your spot? You could like show me like how you like make music. He was like, yeah, we're come through. So like, what, were you like 13, 14, something? Like no, nah, I was to- much, much later. Oh, okay. um, but like, it was like, we did that so often yeah. that like all the little kids just grew up and we just still played outside. Yeah. yeah. Kind of thing. Like yeah, we all yeah. were still separate cause we just grew up together, but we right. were, I was like 16 or 17. And so you had a car at this point and shit? Nah, no? I, didn't, I didn't have a car till I was like, till much later. Yeah. Um, till I was like, maybe like how'd 20. you get over to the studio? Just walk over? Um, I think so. He, we were all from the, we were all from the, the same, same place. Yeah. yeah. So we just walked over there. I think. Yeah. Um, and so what did he have? What did you start learning? Um, he had a uh, yeah Fruity Loops. Okay. He would um he would make beats on Fruity Loops, and I don't know what program he used to. It was like a it was like a bootleg program. It's called it's Cool Edit. That was he, he did use Cool Edit. I still fucking use Cool Edit. Yo, yeah. he, he used Cool Edit to record, I believe. Yeah. Um. So we were recorded, like that was like the like that day I made like my first like song ever. Yeah. Like I, my first song I wrote. Did you sample something or did you use Actually it, the song is still on MySpace somewhere. Yeah. It's called like Mommy So Hot or something like that. Yeah. And I was I was Seems weird that you write a song about your mom like that. Uh, but it was it was a Rick Ross sample. It was oh, like okay. Mommy So Hot, damn it, she's gorgeous. Oh, so you figured out how to sample and everything no, on the first he day. Did, he did oh, the he beat. did it. He yeah, did he, the beat. I didn't know anything about making beats. Oh, okay, okay. I just like wrote a verse for it cuz essentially it was his song. He just yeah. let me get on it. Yeah. So uh we um like we was using auto tune because like he already had figured out how to use auto tune and she was like very well advanced for me yeah um and like because like T Pain was like the hottest shit ever Hell yeah so like we were super into auto tune so like we were like in the room and I have like headphones on and I'm like singing this part and like I sound terrible to them yeah. like they were like crying laughing because I sounded so bad but then they switched but on we, the auto tune now this oh. I heard auto tune oh, they yeah. didn't hear it oh, okay. so I'm they, they hear my because we're in a room yeah, like they yeah. hear my regular voice yeah. and I was like I took my headphones like yeah that shit was hot <laughs> and they're like they're just crying laughing I'm like <laughs> I'm like, that shit was hot. Like, what's up? Like, yeah. And it was like, oh, no. Nah. And they played it. It was like, oh, damn, that shit was kind of hot. Yeah. Because it, it's kind of totally different than yeah. like what they heard than what I was hearing. That's too So funny. we put that song on MySpace. It got like 2,000 views. We were just so like so, Yeah, you're so juiced happy. on that shit. We were juiced. Yeah. So, uh... Um, that kind of went on, went along and that he, she like, he like gave me like a crack version of Fruity Loops. Yeah. And like, I brought it home and I like, I made like a couple of beats. They weren't bad. But they weren't like great either, uh-huh. and like I listened to my like, like what I was hearing my, in my head, I couldn't make on the program. Yeah. I didn't know how to use the program, yeah. and like I would call them like, "Yo, how do you, where do you put the snares?" Like, yeah. like I just didn't know how to do anything. You literally called and said, "Where are my snare at?" Exactly. Where, I called him like, "Yo, where, Ryan, where, where are my snares where at? Where are my snare? At? Yo, chains, where are my snares at?" <laughs> but um, Eminem taught you that word. So I was like, "Man, I, I don't know how to use this." Just I just got frustrated. I was like, "Fuck this shit." Yeah. And then like, uh, I always had the program, and then just later, I was just like, actually, um, what made me get back into it was when I went to the private school. We had like, um. We had like choir. We all had to take choir, but our choir class was like a choir slash like music theory. Uh-huh. So um, I was just like loved every second of that class. Like that was the only class I think two classes in that school I looked forward to. One was it was that class. It was a, the choir music theory class, and then I had another class called it was probability and statistics. Okay, I loved that class because it just it just introduced me into so many new things. Like I love learning, I just hate school. Right, right. But um and he was he was the kind of teacher, never assigned homework. You just went in there and he taught. Right. And that was it. 
that's what I loved. And we took tests. Uh-huh. That's, I love tests and I love to learn. You just don't like homework. I, I hated homework. I hate essays. I hate research papers. I hate all that shit. Well, so shit. what's your work ethic now as a musician then? It always was. It, to me, I just like, it felt like I was wasting my time. Because really music is all homework. But I, Making music is all work at home. studying. Man. Yeah. You know, I, I love to study. Yeah. Very studious. I still study, like, yeah. even though I'm not in school, about, like, studious things. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I don't like the fact that I have to learn learn something and then do it again. Right. Because, like, I don't need, I only need to, like, hear it or learn it one time and I learn it. And then it's in the arsenal. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, I, like, I felt like homework was a waste of time. So you get back into making beats because you're at the Catholic school, yeah, or the take, private school. We take and, the music class, and yeah. Like, and like I said before, and so you like open up Fruity Loops again, kind of. Yeah, it was it didn't it was it didn't transition that fast. Yeah. But, um, like basically, like I told you, I was really into video games, right? So, um, like Guitar Hero came out. Yeah. Just to kind of connect everything together, Guitar Hero came out, and uh, I just was like, like, yo, this game is amazing. Like all these songs, they sound so familiar. I was like, why are these songs? Like, I feel like I heard these songs before. But the same songs I was on Guitar Hero were the songs I was listening to on MTV yeah. back in the day. And just, I just kind of forgot about the it. The thriller once. came on Guitar Hero. You started crying. <laughs> like, <laughs> Throw it down. Just turn up. The, yeah, I'm no. out. But, uh, but yeah, so I was like, I was so good at Guitar Hero that I was like, I could play these songs in real life. Yeah. Like, I, I was like, why don't I just play them on a real guitar? And I remember I had my guitar from, uh, from earlier. Yeah. So I go back to Attic, dust it off. And I started learning. I started teaching myself all the songs that were on Guitar Hero on the real guitar. No shit. Like I would just pull up the guitar tabs on like Google. Yeah. And just I just sat there and watched YouTube videos and learned how to play guitar again. Yeah. Um, but then like once I started playing guitar and started getting into music again, like I was like, hmm, I still got Fruity Loops. Like let me see what I could do. So I started making beats and I started like making good ones. And then I got together with like a rap group. That we were like producing all our own shit and rapping all our own stuff. What was that called? The Supernatural Collective. Supernatural Collective. Yeah, yeah. Sounds very backpackery, dog. It kind of was a little bit. Yeah. It kind of was. That a little sounds bit. like some we were burning sage type shit. <laughs> Not that. Yeah. <laughs> but we were definitely like it. It was definitely like some backpack shit. Like we were trying to be like creative. Yeah. But still, like kind of be pure to like the hip hop. How long vibe. did it last? Maybe like crew. two years. Did the other guys stick with music, or they kind of like? Not really. Um. Once I kind of, like, stopped, they kind of stopped. Yeah. I was, like, the driving force, uh-huh. I feel like, behind the group. Like, because I felt like they didn't really, like, they were grinding because I was grinding. Yeah. And they kind of just, like, ran out of answers. Like, it was like, what do we do next? And Because I, I, I always knew from early, like, early that, like, you know, making music is easy to us. That's the easy part. The hard part is getting people to hear it. And the work. It, yeah, right. The getting it out there. Yeah, well, that's the thing is like the the music is almost a need. When you're a musician, it's almost like the music has to come out of you. It just has to. But then yeah. if you want people to hear it, that's when you have to do the work stuff, which right. is the marketing. PR. The PR, the connections, talking. Right. Like, you know, you have to like be a human. You have to like be a human to people. Whereas like the music thing is like very... It, you know, it's a very selfish, like, need to do it almost. Yeah. Like, it's a cathartic thing. And and I felt like we were really good at it. So yeah. I'm like, yo, like, we're, we're going to make good songs. Yeah. This is the easy part. Like, we got to start working on the hard part. So you kind of also, you already felt like you were a, were a lifer and maybe they were just kind of, like, dabbling in it? Yeah. Like, I felt like they were just doing it because it was, like, it was fun. Yeah. And it was convenient because it was, like, no extra. They didn't have to really 
come out of their comfort zone to to make music because I was yeah. I was recording everybody in my mom's basement. Yeah, I was mixing all the records myself, and he- I was producing all the records with with, with Josh. I was in in the group too. So I just you know, and then when I like I moved to LA and then I did all and it, it just did less and less and less, yeah. and less on their own. So well, I and as okay. and as your career goes on and as you keep doing it and you get older, like you'll meet so many of those kids. Like being that, I feel like I, at this point, I kind of feel like even if I don't make music for my whole life, I'm still like a lifer in the music shit. Yeah, like you'll meet so many people where you're like, oh. Should I pay attention to this person or do I or will they be gone in a year and a half? Yeah. Because I've seen so many people come and go in a year and a half. You know what I mean? Like they'll have their little buzz, they'll be working and then they'll go and then they'll realize like, oh wait, it's like a lot it's like a actual hard work and then they're like, Never mind, I'm out. Yeah, yeah, like the all the hard shit, like, to me is easy. Yeah. Cause like, you know, I I'm twenty six, like I I've like worked jobs my whole life. Right. You know, I I never sold drugs or nothing. I mean right. I did for a little bit, but that was just Yeah. You know. Right. You know, everybody does. I, I mean, like. how, you know, you send, yeah, sometimes you got to fucking sell a weed sack. Where, like, you know, um, I, was, I was in I was in Oklahoma. I got, like, my appendix taken out, and they gave me the, the um, I guess, like, the the doctor thought I was going to be, like, an NBA player or something like that. Yeah. So she, like, really, like, oh, whatever you need. Like, yeah. You know, like, so I was like, yo, like, can I get another... <laughs> prescription of these painkillers yeah and like you i know, thought you'd be like oh yo can i get a hair drop I'm like what <laughs> what are you telling me I, I probably should you know i don't know i i felt very weird about the situation because like um i got my appendix taken out but like why were you in oklahoma what the fuck for basketball oh so did you get like a basketball scholarship i did get a basketball scholarship shut up i was, I, I got a. Uh, this my basketball career is so unfortunate. Like, Why you get it, hurt? I didn't get hurt at all. It yeah. just it just sucked. Uh, I went to Delaware State my first year. I got a scholarship to go there. Yeah, my mom kind of forced me to go to that school. I felt like I could have did better than Delaware State. I felt yeah. like I was a better basketball player. That's like D two or what? it's D one, but oh, it's like D1. low D one. Yeah, yeah. I felt like I could have did better than Delaware State. Yeah, and then I was like, Were I, you like a star in high school? Or what? I wasn't. I never was a star in high school. Yeah. Um, I was like, I was like one of those kids. I was like, man. If you get with the right guy and the right training, he's gonna be great. Yeah, one yeah. of those kind of guys. Yeah, I, yeah. But I never like really had that guy, right, <laughs> you know, right. to show me like you know what I'm saying. Right. But I was tall. I was like nimble for my size. Yeah. I had size. I wasn't like tall and skinny. So like, you know, yeah, I, I had the potential to be good, and I had very good basketball skills, uh-huh. like naturally. You know what I'm saying? Without yeah. much effort. So you were a blank canvas. Right. You just needed to find the right coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I never found the right coach. Yeah. That's why I was unfortunate. So but, you go to Delaware State, didn't like it? Um, yeah, they, when I first went there, they redshirted me. Okay. Um, so I sat out a year. Yeah. Um, and I I came to find out that I just hated the basketball program. I had the time of my life at the school, yeah. but I hated the basketball program. And at that time, my priority was going to the NBA. So I was like, I'll never make it to the NBA out of this school. I got to leave. Right. And I didn't want to, like— transfer over to another division one school because i would have to sit out a year because mm. the ncaa rules yeah so i was like man i can't sit out for two years i'll come back and i'll be some trash like, yeah so like i go to junior college i went to oklahoma for junior college and uh you know my whole i was i'm a big dude but i never been like a post like back you down dunk on you type of dude yeah. i was like more finesse yeah but like no one wanted me to play that way because it was all about need like if you're if i'm the tallest you're going to be the center right i don't care what you're good at you're going to be a center on my team right right so like 
that was like my situation. Well, I mean, realistically, six nine in the NBA, you it's probably not a center. That's not a center. That's I mean, not, it I can mean, be, but that's like barely a forward. Like you yeah. could be a guard at that size. I mean, really. like Kevin Durant, six ten. Yeah. So and he's a small forward. Yeah. LeBron six six nine. Yeah. He's a small forward. Right. He's everything. Right. So, um, you know, I, I did. I wanted to be like more versatile and be more. You know, but I guess I was like a little bit bigger, so like they didn't want to see me do that. Yeah, they wanted me to post somebody up and yeah. dunk on them. They wanted me to be Shaq, and I could, and I didn't. I wasn't good at that. I don't. So think you go good. to junior college in Oklahoma, and you have appendix problems. Yeah, so I go there. Um, I'm having like this, is probably like the best year I've ever had in basketball. Like I first, well, first I get there, the coach um, was telling me basically telling me all the stuff that I wanted to do anyway. He's like, yeah, because I went there for like to to like work out for them. And it was like, yeah, like you really got a lot of skill here. Like you can handle the ball, you can shoot. Like you know, I want you to, be, I want you to play more on it on the outside. I want you to do this. I'm like, oh, great, this is what I've always wanted to do. Yeah. And then I get to the school. I sign a letter of intent to, to go to the school. And then the first week of school, he gets a job at a better school. Oh shit. So like, and the next co- coach comes in, he's like, yeah, you. So you're shot. Say, yeah, you're, oh, you're the center. Yeah, you're the center. So you're gonna be my center. Oh, so I'm like, shit. all right, whatever. So um. I, even though I, I was I didn't really get to do what I wanted to do, um, I still had a really good year. Like yeah. I was averaging like like probably like like sixteen points and like twelve rebounds. Or yeah, something like that. yeah. Like I was doing pretty pretty well, um, and I was getting like offers from like like big time schools, like Big E schools uh-huh. and stuff like that. And then um, I got my appendix taken out because um, I had appendicitis. Uh-huh. It was a crazy story because uh, my stomach just started hurting out of nowhere. I was like, man, like, it's just got gas. I thought I had gas. Yeah. And Dude, it, I, I, To be honest, appendicitis is like one of my biggest fears. I still not have my appendix taken out and I'm always, like every time I get any kind of pang in my stomach, I'm like, oh shit, this is it. I got to <laughs> get my appendix taken nah, out. Because you don't, you don't really know that's what it is because yeah. like, I got it. I thought I had gas. It uh, didn't hurt right away. Yeah. It is very uncomfortable. I was like, man, I got gas. So I yeah. tried, you know, naturally tried to shit. <laughs> Nothing came out. Yeah. I was like, man. I don't like, know why that made me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, man, like what the fuck is wrong with me? So like, you know, I was like, man, my stomach really feels fucked up. And there's like this girl that was just hanging around. She's like, get some ginger ale. <laughs> I was like, I was like, ginger ale? I was like, yo, man, this is some this is weird. I don't this don't yeah. feel regular. I don't know if ginger ale gonna help. She's like, get some ginger ale. <laughs> stop bitching. Like she told me, stop bitching. Yeah. She's like, stop bitching. Get some ginger ale, you'll be fine. I'm like, okay. She's like, rub some dust on it. Word. She's like, I'm like, oh God. So like I so I was like, man, fuck this bitch. I called my coach. I was like, yo, coach. You gotta take me to the hospital because I can't even I can't even bend down and touch my toes because this shit is hurting so bad yeah. I can't move. And he's like, that's against the NBA, the NCAA <laughs> he's rules. Like, I, can't I can't take you. I can't drive you. I lose my job. He's like, I can't buy you a lift. <laughs> Word, yo, that's a real problem. Like the NCAA is the most ridiculous shit in the world. So basically, he takes me to the hospital and like my shit, I'm like dying of pain by this point. And they're like, yeah, you got to sign these papers. I was like, fuck these papers. Get me get me some help. <laughs> so, like, I was, like, signing papers. And I'm waiting. I was just like, oh, like, I was fucked up. So, like, they t- gave me, like, a CAT scan. And yeah. they made me drink this, like, battery fluid, basically, yeah. that just, I guess, coated my inside so they can, like, read it on the CAT scan. And they, and they found out I had, like, appendicitis. It was like, man, if, if you would have waited any longer, your appendix would have burst. I was like, no thanks to that fucking chick that told me to fucking man up <laughs> and shit. If I would have listened to her, I would have been dead by now. <laughs> but man, I would have been man up in the grave. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, so like I took like, they gave me like this 
something that like I don't know what they they gave me like some injection. Yeah. And they first they injected me with water to yeah. I guess to lubricate what they were about to inject me with. Yeah. And it was like some <laughs> some Plus. Yeah, it was terrible. So they injected me with something and like it just made me just projectile vomit Ugh. everywhere. And I'm just like I'm like laying down and my le- I'm like going left to right, just throwing up over everything and the yeah. nurse is like, Oh my god <laughs> She's like oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> Like she I guess she never seen that. She's like she told me, she's like, you may feel a little bit of warmth. You might feel a little nauseous. I'm like, all right. I'm like, okay, cool. Just just fix me. Yeah. And then she's like, she ejected. And I was like, oh. like, because like, it, it was, so, it, you feel so hot. Like, it was like a rush from of heat from my head just slowly down to my toes. And it was yeah. like, I was like, oh. <laughs> and, then, and I just started throwing up everywhere. <laughs> What? And then she's like, oh really? hey, hey, wait, I just want to say, like, you realize you've gone into this whole fucking story because of you, because you asked the doctor for more pain pills. Word, that's that, word. I'm so di- I'm dying off it, of where this is gone. Yo, go man, this is, I took, my life is crazy. Yeah. So, uh, so I, I I go in there and um I get my appendix taken out and um I I just thought it was like. Like I asked her, um, cause I never got surgery or anything. So I was like, when she put the little mask over my face, and she's like, I'm like, uh, when is this anesthetic? Like, yeah, yeah. I was just, of course, I was gone. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I woke up, and all my pubes were shaved. <laughs> I was like, and I had a hickey on my dick. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, I was like, why are all my pubes shaved? <laughs> There's no like there's there's no surgery going on down there. Like she shaved all of my pubes off, like all of them. Like I understand you got to keep the area clean. And it, on top of that, it was like arcus, um, arthroscopic surgery. Yeah. So the incisions weren't even like huge. So like I'm like, why are all of my pubes shaved off? <laughs> so I'm like, did I get raped during my sleep? Did I get touched? I was like, what's going on? So. Cause like she kind of always is giving me the lusty eyes. I feel like in 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 the in the office, she's like, "So you play basketball, huh?" I was like, "I was like, yeah, I play basketball." She's and then like when I came back for a checkup, she had bought a basketball for me to sign. I was like, "This is nuts!" Like, what's going on? That's a fucking hilarious. So um, like you know, it got like the, the junior college I went to was really small. So <laughs> wait, hold on. Let me get. Let me get. Let me gather myself here. No, that story is bad funny. Yeah. I feel like if the rap shit don't work out, you should write. You should make stand. You should do stand up comedy. Man, I I, I kind of low key always wanted to do. I always wanted to do it as well. But just I don't have once, the boss. yeah, just once. Like, well, that's the, the that that first time they say is the one that gets you because like you, apparently a lot of stand up comedians they always kill their first time and then they spend the whole rest of their life just chasing that first. It's just chasing the dragon of the first fucking show. All right, dude. Here's the thing. This has been hilarious, and and like, uh, and this conversation is going amazingly. But it's already been over an hour, so and Ooh. we and we haven't really even t- like I said, <laughs> it goes fast. We haven't even really talked about the music shit that I don't know about. Let's so, get to the music. Then. Yeah. So here's the thing: I want to know, like, okay, we got past the MySpace shit. You're making your own beats. Mm-hmm. How do you start getting involved with like the people that you have on the last record? Which is like, you have like uh, a K Tronada. Right. Sango, Sango, Wiki. Yeah, Wiki. I kind of already went over that. How I met him. Yeah, you I went over him. how yeah. you met Wiki. That's the first thing we talked about. Yeah. How do you like uh, K Trinata and Sango? Those are the Soul Election guys. Uh, no, nah, K Trinata's on uh, Huh, What, and Where. 
And um, oh wait, he's a oh that's a eloquence dude, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Him and, okay, I know. I've known eloquent through the internet for like forever. Word. Okay, so uh, and then uh, wait, what's Sango? Who, who's Sang- Sango? Is Sango is on selection? Selection. That's right. Okay. Yeah. And then, but then, uh, well, how did wait? You fucking produced on on Shaba Ranks out of that? Yeah, I'll tell you that story. Real yeah, quick. tell me that. So basically, um, I started like a production group. Yeah. Um, like just. Not just music production, just art production, everything. Right. right. Um, it's called Modern Outfit, and uh, I got like Snugsworth to be on uh, Modern Outfit like uh-huh. a year, like a year or so before Shaba happened. Yeah. Um, because essentially, this artist that I'm working with now, his name is Ice Edwards. Um, we're, we're gonna put him out very soon, but um, uh, working with him, and he had did a song with Snugsworth, and I was like, I checked him, I was like, oh, he's he's tight, like you know, like let me. Let me hit him up about see if he's down to be in modern outfit. He was mm-hmm. down, and then we were just were like collaborating, collaborating because we both, you know, we both use Fruity Loop. So he would like Dropbox me a, a zip, and I'll open it up, and essentially through Dropbox we can like live produce with each other because mm-hmm. I would just save it into Dropbox and he would instantly see it and see where I left off. I gotta link you guys up with my producer Mark uh, Equilibrium. He uses Fruity Loops too, and he's like Fruity Loops is great. He's crazy effort like he learned some shit with the mpd uh-huh. uh like he he basically did some shit with the mpd and with fruity loops that like neither fruity loops or the mpd or like neither akai nor fruity loops knew that they could do it and they're like both asking him like how the fuck did you guys how did you yeah. make this work yeah you, you know? definitely gotta show me that yeah I'll, I'll i'll link you guys because i think like you, you yeah fruity word. loops producers are like you know brotherhood we are yeah <laughs> but, um, proceed but word so um he was just sending me a couple of you know beats and we we're working on shit and then he is he sends me the shaba what, mm-hmm. what would be the shaba beat mm-hmm. um and i heard the beat and i was like yo this shit is fucking nuts mm-hmm. i was like um but there was like the drums like weren't like hidden mm-hmm. but i could like the pattern was there mm-hmm. like he had basically the when he sent me the the beat the pattern of the drums were the same but like just the actual drum sounds were just like not going. Mm-hmm. So and then the the sample was looping a little bit weird, um, and like it just was the sample itself was like very like it it sounded weird. So like I like put some like effect on the sample, and then I took all the drum sounds out and put my own drum sounds in there. Mm-hmm. And then um, back when I was working with the Supernatural Collective, this uh, girl that we that I had met through like a producer that we both knew. Mm-hmm. Um, her name was Crystal Canes, mm-hmm. and like this is I knew Crystal Canes for a mad long. Um, so she's like, uh, "Yo, uh, like actually, I seen her, she had produced a hundred million roses." That was like one of Ferg's first songs he ever did, and I I look I just was you know I'm I'm like really onto the internet. Isn't if isn't Ferg somebody's son? Um, well, his father used to do like oh no, his Diddy. dad did the uh, graphic design yeah right? for for, uh, for Bad Boy for and Bad all Boy that. yeah who oh there's one. Isn't like Shaggy's son a rapper now or something? Yeah, or... Rob Banks. Yeah, Rob Banks. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, okay. Never mind. Go so, ahead. um, so yeah, so I had uh, she, I, I seen her name like produced by Crystal Kings, and I had just known her as a like a singer and a rapper. Uh-huh. I was like produced, so I called her. I'm like, you make beats? She's like, she's like, yeah. I was like, she was like, I was like, I seen you produce a hundred million. She's like, yeah, it's the first beat I ever made in my life. I wow, was like, that's I was crazy. Like, I was like, for real. And she was like, yeah, so, like, you know, now that she knew, I knew she was working with Ferg, and she knew that that I knew, she um, hit me up. She was like, yo, I'm uh, recording with Ferg, because uh, she, she essentially, like, uh, recorded everything, like, all his early stuff in her bedroom, you know what I'm saying? So I was just like, 
I was like, damn. It's like she she uh he recorded like work um and Shaba in her bedroom. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, so like she was like, Yo, Ferg's at my crib, like send me some beats for him. Yeah. And like the whole time, like like the Shaba beat, um, like first I wanted to rap on it. Then I was like, nah, it'd probably be probably better if somebody else rapped on it. Right. And then Ice wanted to rap on it and I told him no because I felt like this was a really big record. Yeah. And then uh, and I don't think he was like ready. Yeah. Or I don't think the record would have made the same impact if he would have rapped on it. You know I mean saying? that's a very like uh that's a very prophetic and like that's a very mature stance to take too because I feel like every rapper just wants to be like, This is hot, let me rap on it. Yeah, Not yeah. realizing like, oh you're like ruining this piece of music. Right, right. I felt like it could I felt like that was a big record and I could have got that. And it it was. So yeah. you sent it to him and it's just I sent it actually sent it to Crystal. Yeah. I sent that with like maybe like eight other beats, but yeah. I was like Crystal. Make the beat was called Analyze. I said, yeah. make sure he listens to Analyze. Make yeah. sure he gets that one. She was like, "All right, cool. I'm gonna put it on his computer because like Ferg's not like the most tech savvy person. Yeah. So he's like, I'm gonna put I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it on his computer for him. Make sure he like, yeah. You know, make sure he listens to it. I'm like, all right, cool. But like two days later, she's like, Yo, he recorded to it. Yeah. I was like, All right, cool. That's tight. And, but Ferg wasn't really popping. That's yet. the song that made him pop, kind of. Yeah. yeah I don't. I don't even want to say that because well, like, I, and I'm not even saying that. I'm not implying oh it's because of you or because of the beat but like that's the song for him to me like that's the that's the yeah. song that i know of his you know right right i, I feel the same way but yeah. um but yeah those guys don't feel that same the same, same way oh really <laughs> yeah they, they whatever but um but yeah so uh like i gave her the beat i was like make sure you listen analyze she was like all right cool so he did the song yeah. and then um there's like yo uh she, he's gonna get Rocky on it. I was like, oh, tight, because Rocky was kind of popping yeah, at poppin'. that time. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, oh, that's that's dope. And then like a little bit later, he's like, yo, they're gonna use it as a single. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. And then they asked me for the stems and all that stuff. I was like, oh, okay. So I gave him everything, and then like, um, his it was supposed to be for a mixtape, but then it turned to an album. Yeah. And then they were like, uh, and that's when all the paperwork shit like. Yeah. Did so, you have to lawyer up or anything? Yeah, we did, but yeah. it was it was a sucky process, to yeah. be honest. It was like when like I was super excited for the record, but then like when we had to do all that legal shit, it was like that that's song. when it really becomes Yeah. That you know, that's when it really becomes the business. Yeah, and then like they knew we were like first time producers, so yeah, like so the, they the tri- probably tried to bend you over. Yeah, they they did. Yeah. You know, and it was like, Yeah, this isn't that this isn't an album, we didn't have a budget, you know, it's supposed mm. to be mixtape. So yeah. I was like, Okay, whatever. So, uh, that, you know, it worked out the best. I, I finessed that situation the best way I could. Yeah. Cause like, I've never been a dumb dude. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they gave me the, the the contract. I can read it and understand it. Like I was basically acting as like the, the, the manager or right. like lawyer for Snugsworth. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and essentially myself, it, it came to a point they were like, are you the manager or the producer? Yeah. I was like, shit, both. Yeah. You know what I'm Did saying? Did they credit you guys, though? Yeah, we got, we definitely got credit. And have people started approaching you because of that? Um, I mean, that was a, a big little, fucking record. Yeah, a little bit. It was mostly like... Um, like people trying to like climb, like trying to use us. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. it was like small time dudes. Like, yeah, I'm starting this business. You should type thing. Where but, does um, Marvel Alexander come from? Um, well. I've always loved Marvel, like comic, comic books. books. Yeah, same. And like I used to like wear like a lot of Marvel memorabilia, like Marvel T-shirts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then like some hood dudes, like, oh, look, it's Marvel. Yeah. Like you know, they just call me Marvel. What's Alexander? Alexander is my middle name. Oh, okay. So 
Okay, so that's how you got that. Sorry, yeah, I just yeah. wanted to get that out of the way. Real quick. Yeah. Let's talk about the last project that you just did. What's it called? I keep forgetting. I've don't, listened to it like twenty times, and I keep forgetting what it's called. <laughs> it's called "Don't Die Yet." Yeah, "Don't Die Yet," and it's funny because when we were texting, I said my impression of it is like, "Oh, it's like angry but approachable," and you're like, "It's not that angry." And I, I, I don't know, maybe just the way you rap, I feel like you sound angry. And now I'm meeting you, and I'm like, "Oh, you're like not, you're the not angriest person <laughs> on the planet." Yeah, it's like it, it comes from an angry place because it's like. Don't diet basically just means like, you know, don't give up on what you're, you know, cause right. like, like I was really depressed. Uh. I always been depressed, but yeah. like, like this is like encapsulizing like me being depressed and having a positive outlook on depression. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll tell you, listening to don't diet, you're a different person than I thought you would be. Most in real people life. say that. And that's because the it's kind of it's kind of noisy. The beats are a little noisier. I feel like I almost look at it as like an approachable. I and this is, you're gonna probably gonna hate this comparison. I thought it was like a approachable version of like noise rap, like uh, like like Death Grips or something. I like Death Grips. I I, I fuck with. I I don't anymore. I liked their first project. Yeah, me too. Now I find it so obnoxious like because it's yeah. all i can name seven of their i can name seven of their publicity stunts and three of their songs you right. know what i mean and i can't stand that kind of shit yeah yeah uh but yeah so i'm saying like it sounds like an uh, a very approachable like death grips where it's like uh, got more of a pop sensibility and it's not like as jarring to the ears yeah. but it's, it's great and, it, and i mean it has like some throwback public enemy vibes shit like that like it's yeah. just got I, I don't know i mean essentially like I feel like I have a lot of like styles as far as music goes. Yeah. Um it's just like uh I try to like I feel like I'm I, I try to have a little bit of something for everybody. Yeah. Because I, it represents what I like and I like so many different kinds of music. Totally. Like I grew up on Metallica. That's yeah. why my music sounds yeah. the way it does. An edge to it. Right. And that and then like when I got into hip hop, the first thing I got into was Trap Called Quest. Mm. So it was like Metallica, Trap Called Quest. And then, that was a jump. And Marvel Alexander's the middle ground. I I guess so. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. like it's it's very noisy. Like I I like that shit. Like yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I listen to Death Grips. I listen to, like, System of Down, like, Toxicity is, like, one of my favorite albums ever. Hey, we're, like, right over here next to Glendale, bro. That's, right. like, that's right where they're from, I think. It, it is. Yeah. So, like, I think, isn't one of the dudes from Hollywood or something like that? Maybe. Like, they're, little, little Armenia. Well, I mean, they're Armenian, so, I mean, they're huge in Glendale. Yeah. That's very regional L.A. True. thing. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, man, like, uh, I like all of those things, and I feel like as an artist, you you make things that you like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, if you're a true artist. Yeah. Uh, and, like, I like so many different things, and they kind of all come out my music. It's dope, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think you're a fucking good dude. You got a solid head on your shoulders. You're making music, and you're out, you moved out here to L.A. Mm-hmm. Fucking pursue that. Right. That's what. That's the one thing that brought you out here? Or the what? only thing. Yeah. So are you living off music? How are you surviving out here? Uh, Man, a long story, but... Uh, I, when I all first, of your stories are long stories. Very, Let's keep it a hundred. Right, they're very, very long stories. <laughs> I, I, I love it. It makes my job easy. And you're this is a really this is a conversation went better than I could have ever hoped. Word, so I, I'm thankful for that. Well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, well, I started out when I first got here. I, I've been, I always loved to cook. Yeah. I didn't even bring that up, but I always loved to cook since I was young. 
Um, I yeah, like, me too. But I, I, I've never tried to get a job cooking. Word. I mean, I didn't really think to do it either. I, I want, I want to go to culinary school, but like since I play basketball, yeah, like you can't really play. I'm the type basketball. of motherfucker that goes to a shitty diner so that I can watch the line cooks at the bar. Like I love watching, <laughs> I yeah, love same. watching little Mexican dudes cook breakfast, dog. Like Word. it's so tight the way they'll make an omelet so fast. I'm like, holy shit! It's yeah, you yeah. got to make that shit really fast. Oh yeah, I'm but, good at making omelets. Like uh, I'm, I'm good at making most things. Uh, really? Yeah, I'm, it's I, like that. I mean, I'm. A, I was a cook. Like, so where are you cooking at? Is that uh, you... I don't I don't oh. do that anymore. Okay. But, uh, like when I first moved here, uh, I was basically like just living off engineering. Like yeah. I was a mix engineer. Yeah. So like I get I mix all of like Sango's. Well, not all of it, but a lot of Sango stuff. Yeah. And like a lot of people that listen to his music would hit me up and ask me to mix their music. Yeah. And it just kind of built off that. Um, and then like I like my friend, you know them jeans DJ. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he um, I, I, that was like another one of the first people I met when I moved out here. Yeah, and um, he put me on to this uh, to like they were like, oh, this place is hiring. You should like check it out because he knew I cooked and stuff, and I wanted yeah. I wanted to cook. And so then you got your job at IHOP. Uh, no, nah. nah, I'll fuck with it. It was actually you know Roy Choi. Yeah, the Line Hotel or what? Yeah, I was at, I was at I, Pot. Yeah, I was I was a cook at uh at Pot Commissary. Shut up. Yeah. Was, so do you know uh, you know Dumbfounded then? I don't really know him personally. He's probably in there all the fucking time. I, I've met him a couple of times, but yeah. I don't really, I don't really talk to him or not or nothing. Well, like so the homie, I mean, I those are dudes that I came up with, mm-hmm. and uh, him and his DJ Zoe, Zoe has a residency there, so he was like spinning at line all the fucking time. Yeah. So you started cooking there? Yeah, I started cooking there. That was my first cooking job, but I always loved cooking. That's so crazy, and like with no formal training, they just no like, training. So what, they just had you start chopping onions and shit, and you work your way up. Yeah, because basically, like I went there before the restaurant opened. Yeah. So, um, like we had training, and yeah. I really like excelled in training. Yeah. Like I outcooked everybody. Yeah. But so he knew like I could cook. Yeah. But like he couldn't really justify to Roy, like putting me on the line. Yeah. The line is like wait. So them time. jeans cooks there too? No, nah, he just oh. he just them jeans is really into the culinary world. Oh, and he just I guess he read it in L.A. Times that they were. Just, oh, okay. Wait, so, so like, who? Oh, wait. So who are you talking about? He didn't think that it was right to put me on the line. Oh, uh, just the guy who was the, in, the chef, the oh. executive chef. His name is Chef Tony. Oh, okay. And he was like the chef under Roy Choi. Yeah, wow. Roy Choi didn't really. He didn't really cook there. He just, right, right. You know, He's yeah. You're a businessman at that point. <clears throat> he came in and just tell us how that. Oh, this is good. This, this is, is on the this. dish. This yeah. is how I want it. Yeah. You know, he was there a lot during training, but once we opened, he kind of. That's tight, man. Yeah. You got a lot of talents. When's your Thank birthday? You. November eighteenth. Oh, what does that make you? A s- Scorpio. Scorpio. Yeah. I'm not really into horoscopes, but I'm, I know I'm Scorpio. Low key. I started. I date a girl that's into Scorpios. Or I mean, not that hey. sounded retarded. No, that's not what <laughs> Tell I meant. Her I said, What's up? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I, I date a girl that's into Zodiac shit. Right? Yeah, I date a girl that's into Zodiac shit, and I didn't used to be big on Zodiac shit, but I gotta say, like, she's kind of been influencing me. Yeah, yeah. I'm a Cancer, mm-hmm. and a lot of my closest homies are like Scorpios and Tauruses and shit, mm-hmm. and like that's all like makes sense Zodiac wise, and that's yeah. probably why I enjoyed this fucking conversation so much. Maybe so, my, my best friend's a Cancer Junior. Yeah, no shit. The cookout. There man. you go. Yeah, <laughs> Den- Dennis who pulls his dick out is probably an Aries. He's, he's a no. Sagittarius. Uh, I don't know what that means, but no. <laughs> anyway, I, I gotta wrap this up just because Word. I feel like we'll bullshit all night if I don't. Okay, so cool. let's tell the people where to find you online. Um. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Marvel, like the comic books, yeah, and Alexander, like the great. There no, you go. No spaces on SoundCloud too. No spaces, no nothing. Just Marvel, Alexander, yeah. one word. And don't die yet is on SoundCloud. I it's think that's SoundCloud. like it's only two months old at this point, right? Yeah, and I I, I put out an, another album maybe like five or four months 
before that called called Life Before Death. Okay. Um that that's on SoundCloud as like a single song, yeah. but it's an entire album. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. All um, right. Yeah, man. Follow him on Twitter at Marvel Alexander. My name, of course, is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition. You can follow me on Twitter at It's Intuition. You can follow my man behind the boards, Ben Shim, making the shit sound buttery at I Am Database, based with two S's. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash kinda neat, youtube.com slash kinda neat, where you're going to see our man, Marvel Alexander, perform Dirty Thoughts. And, uh, if you're not listening to this on your iPhone, then make sure to download the podcast app on your phone. Uh, and I hate to sound discriminatory to Samsungs or anything like that. If you got a Samsung, download a podcast app on there too. It doesn't have to be an iPhone. Search for Kind of Neat. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Remember to leave a comment and a five-star rating and all that beautiful shit. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Like I said, my name is Lee. This is Marvel Alexander. And uh, that was Kind of Neat. Yo, thank you, man.